0: I
1: mean the weird thing for me was like all my gray hair is on the side so I was hiding that for the last four years and so when I shaved my head I was I was like oh shit Okay, I'm actually, I actually am 40 years old. Like, man, the shtick sh- is up, you know what I mean? It's, it's sort of over.
2: Like a, like
1: I had, we played a gig once, and one guy was like, we were playing, He's like, oh, wait, when are you, like 25? I was like, no, I'm 39, and then, but all you got to do is just change your hair a little bit, you know, it's sort of one of those things, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got to give it up for for the people who age gracefully over over time, because there are some people our age who just look like they, they've just dried out in the sun and i avoid the sun a lot i mean i I have
1: decent genes like my mom has aged well uh i've done a lot of the things that you're not you know i'm just not a beach guy you know so that's been good Uh, (laughs) never got into like you know smoked cigarettes but not to the point where it was that bad you know you know sort of like you know just sort of like i've seen that
2: right Uh, yeah lack
1: of sleep you know, things like that as well. Is oh yeah. A thing where. That... I, I tried to get a lot of sleep in my thirties for sure. For sure.
2: Hey man, however it works. I mean, you got, how many, you got kittens or do you got just one? Want, you I got, got one
1: kid, I got a dog who's barking. Uh, we have a kitten now, but yeah, just, I have a six-year-old son, me and my wife. So that, that put a few gray hairs in the, Oh yeah. in the mosaic of my head. So
2: <laughs> play that. boys, little boys, they're a little terrors, but uh, they're fun. They're little Dorbys. Uh, the, the, what was that you rode hard and parked wet that what i don't what does that mean Naders? what the fuck does that even mean <laughs> rode hard and parked wet okay fair enough you, you do you baby boo that sounds great yeah right i'm here for it so what with your with, with your gray hair do you do you care? i mean obviously i can see a little bit of that just going in but i mean yeah, it's more it's like it's in this vicinity does, so. does it bother you are you like oh, God.
1: a little bit was strange i'll be honest that's like sort of I always like told people I'd be fine if I was a wizard and like, it's, it's cool to go gray, but there's definitely a part of me that's like, oh shit, that's kind of a reality thing, right. that, you know, to have those, you know, it's sort of, you know, I never had some weird moment where I was super scared. So I got the streak or something of white hair. So it was like, a, yeah, but, but in the same time, it's almost like, I feel it makes sense. You know, and yeah. I've been around for a while, you know, <laughs> you know, it's sort of, it's not like I, I can keep the illusion up forever. You right. know? So it's in some ways it kind of gets, grounded me a little bit too, to go, I should probably take care of myself a little better too. I mean, why not?
2: You know? <laughs> well, it's always weird seeing these signs of mortality sort of yeah. creep up and on you.
1: And then the gray, the
2: white hair is one of them too. Yeah. It's sort
1: of like, you know, it's like,
2: oh, okay. Yeah, you're
1: definitely not too far away, but- Got a little dyed lab. But I'm not gonna dye the hair. I think that's a whole, yeah, like hair club for men, you mm. know, I mean, the beard, uh, the, the beard, the people dyeing their beards and all, it's just very complicated. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm okay with not doing that.
2: Well, well, some of it's okay. Like some of it, they have like shampoos, and you just sort of shampoo it in your hair every once in a while. And that's and not bad. Didn't. Yeah, it's like. No, that. But I, I, don't, I don't. I, that's just too much work in my head. Like, like the whole Rogaine or Keeps or whatever. Like to me, that just seems like it's just too much work. To the money you got to spend every month. Like every, it just turns into another bill and and and, and a time eater. So I'm just like, I'll shave my head wear a hat i don't give a shit my beard's going gray whatever i shave i, I i'm not trying to fight my aging process i am because I, tr- I try to work out and stuff but
1: sure. yeah, I, yeah like doing it in a way that you want to fight it in like a right a physical way but mentally it's not going to do you much help you
2: know? no no like what what are you going to do so he's like you gotta stop you gotta stop and that's when you when like when you see people like madonna and and like i'm a huge fan of madonna i think she's awesome. But like when you see, I, I don't know. Have you follow? Do you follow her on Instagram? Have you seen what she no, does? No, I'm self? I'm
1: aware enough of her of her her recent transformation into <laughs> looking younger than she did like when she was a teenager. I think that was <laughs> sort of a very strange juxtaposition. I thought she was doing okay before whatever happened. Yeah,
2: yeah, she uh, was. But, but that,
1: that shows you it's got to be more of a mental thing because. Yeah. No one was like, damn, Madonna looks like shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. prior to that, I don't think that was the case. You know
2: nobody what I mean? was. Nobody. No, they were like, man, she's
1: doing great. Like, whatever. Right. She's, Do she's it. kind of into that pseudo religion <laughs> stuff.
2: but whatever. <laughs> Morgana, thank you so much. Wespia for- Mad Mike. Wespia. Canceled slide money. Wespia. Canceled slide. Wespia yeah, Mad Mike. Yeah, let's go. Morgana, thank you so much for that, that subscription. Much love, my friend. Welcome in. And this is for you. Hello. Oh my gosh! Have you
1: seen the new uh, Sylvester Stallone movie? No, There's I a haven't. Trailer for it, but it look for some reason he had some work done, and it, it doesn't look like the same person. All of a sudden, you're just like, I don't know who this guy is. It almost <laughs> looks like a, it's like a deep fake, but it's not. You know, <laughs> like it's like he got his own deep fake on himself, sort of. That's sort of the abstract.
2: Oh, hold on, Sylvester Stallone. Sorry, sorry, it's like Morgan. a
1: new action movie. I can't even, I don't even know what it's called. Something very called? short, like one Sam- word or something.
2: Samaritan,
1: I think it's Samaritan. I think that might be it. Yeah,
2: d- Morgan, thank you again for that. Uh, uh we, d- I was trying to play your thing, but but we're, we're moving forward. <laughs> we have we gotta go judge uh, some some Suster sly. sly. <laughs> uh, let's see, images. Let's see what we got. Oh, yeah, we all should be able to see this. Come on. <laughs> All right, there you go. Everyone, be be afraid. Uh, I didn't mean for that to happen. It just was on. Sorry, everyone. Uh, this is this is the new Stallone. This is the new look. Oh, what the fuck is this? Let's see here. Yeah. So there he is. That's him.
1: Yeah, it's deep fake. I don't think it's RIM. Like I, I mean, I've seen that guy growing up. Something, something changed.
2: You yeah, know, you know. Got that well, they've I don't been know what. doing. Well, they've been doing that. Like, um, what was the movie that, that uh, with, uh, uh, Martin Scorsese's movie he did? Was The Irishman? Have you seen that? It's no, a, no, it's that Netflix was the like latest thing. one, yeah. And th- because they have Robert De Niro in there, um, and, and he's trying to play a younger Robert De Niro, and they, they totally deep fake his face. And I mean, it's fine, it works out, but what's weird about the whole thing is is that he still moves like an old man, right? So, like, he's still, like, like he's supposed, there's this point where, like, this guy, he he insults his daughter, uh, and his daughter comes home from the market and was like, he, he called me a whore or something. And so, Robert De Niro, being the tough guy, he goes down to the, the market shop and he goes and he's like, "Did you talk to my daughter? You you talking to me? You know, like the whole thing, doing the whole Bobby De Niro thing." And he like throws him outside to the to the to the sidewalk, and then he like, in in his most geriatric like my hip hurts way, he's just like, "Ugh, ugh," like he's trying to stomp this guy. And it, it was just like one of those moments that was just very sad. Like you were like, "Man, that that's Robert De Niro, man. Like that dude is a is a." An American treasure, you know. He's a fantastic actor. He's he's done it all. He's he's and he's just fantastic. I, I'm a big fan, but to see him trying to play this young guy and kick the shit out of some, you know, like it wasn't believable at all. So what we have here is now they're using computers to sort of shift per, perception of people who are much older than they appear. I, I think you're probably right. He probably, l- let's look at the trailer for a little bit. I mean, we- The
1: trailer is what really stuck me. Cause I, it, it almost like a, again, they, they might be using like a very faint filter on his face or something. It could be like a new technology or something. Yeah. I, mean, I was pretty stoned when I was watching it. So I mean, there's, there's potential <laughs> that I could've just made it all up, but it's just- <laughs> What
2: are you doing it's with like all the, this junk? What are you doing with all this junk? He? he does look different. There's
1: just, yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, that's you, but that's, wait. Like, I don't know. It's only
2: a matter of time before the city implodes. Oh, shit. I kind of want to watch this now. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, he can barely walk, I'm assuming, in real life. You know what I mean? So I <laughs> One bad secret. <laughs> Whoa, is he like a superhero or something? It seems to be like a play on that Unbreakable movie, oh. which I thought was great.
2: Oh. That's what they say. There he is, yeah. Oh, shit. Is there only hope?
1: Do you have a therapist, kid?
2: Oh, shit. Sylvester Stallone is a superhero now,
1: guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> to go. So there it is. It's going to be a, yeah. game, a prime video. So it's you.
1: it's like did. a subtle thing, but it seems, yeah, something weird. It's like, uh, you remember uh, Kenny Rogers? There was, I remember there's a point where all of a sudden he just, something was <laughs> off about that guy. You know, <laughs> like it's just something was... They might have the same plastic surgeon, or maybe it is something like a deep fake that'd be interesting to know. You know, if they're doing some subtle stuff like that, well, on you know, Stranger mean, Things, there were aspects of uh, the one main character, the cop, uh, Hopper, or whatever, but there yeah. was some CGI body stuff on him that was pretty wild that I oh. noticed. Oh. Like a deep fake, yeah, like what happened, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's a weird one, yeah. Just sort of, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I honestly feel bad for people who get in that position in life where they have to feel just like say no. they, just say no. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: pretty good. Uh,
2: I didn't know that they did that with hopper What were they doing? Because he's so active, or because he got older? What was? Why it seemed he, like
1: th- it almost seemed like they were trying to give his body like make it look more emaciated than it was, mm. or have, this, have scarring and stuff. But it, it was done well. But you could, you know, the eye sort of noticed it and just trying to see like ah, oh, maybe they did some CGI body stuff with him right. this is great I'm familiar with this one this yeah. is pretty wild Yeah. this
2: shit is fucking crazy look at this it's if you guys, a guy's a never seen deep fake Tom Cruise you fantastic yeah
0: it's a little uh, embarrassing you know it reminds me it was once in the, uh, Russia I ran into
1: uh, Gorbachev <laughs> 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 like that laugh if yeah
0: this movie star, even nervous. I said no Mr. Uh, Mr. Gorbachev I'm not you're a the He goes, well, remember how much a polar bear
2: weighs. I said, polar bear? He said, enough to break the ice. (laughs) It's the last time I've ever seen Macau, Gorbachev. I love it.
0: Hey, listen up, sports and TikTok fans. If you like what you're seeing, just wait till what's coming next.
2: That I mean, that shit is crazy. Like that- I, I
1: looked into that. I remember looked into that one a bit. He's got, like, that guy who does the Tom Cruise impression has, like, a very specific animator guy that he goes to that does these for him. So there's, like, this collaboration between the two that makes it work. Yeah. Think, again, it's like he's got the same build. Uh-huh. He's got the same hair. Right. Like, it's like, so you, like, that's where you can do those deep fakes really well. If you, if you sort of look like the person, it's kind of, you
2: know. Right, right. Car- cool. Cartagena welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to see you, my friend. I hope everything's going well in the new house and everybody's getting along. Um, yeah, he he has, I, I believe that the people who are doing the Tom Cruise deepfake is doing the South Park thing deepfake. Um, because there's oh, a, really? uh, South Park creators have a... Um,
1: Will oh, be interesting and yeah, I'm not aware of this.
2: Uh, they have a show. South Park creators on acid at Oscars. No, um, that's
1: a good one though. That's a good story. I'm familiar with that. That one, yeah. is
2: hilarious. it's where, one of the best. Where, they, look, they
1: dressed up as J Lo yeah. and uh, <laughs> someone else and just took a bunch of acid. Yeah,
2: that it's wild man. Yeah. that it, they were all like just. I couldn't imagine going. Well, I couldn't imagine going to the Oscars on acid, but then being in that position where,
1: yeah,
2: I mean, I remember when South Park came out too, and I remember the backlash, and I remember um, how much there was like, um, like I remember I went to a school and I had a substitute teacher who saw somebody with a South Park shirt on and made them go, and uh, made them go and turn it inside out because it was against school policy and it was against huh. his policy. And then he went and told us how he he was involved with running a de-brainwashing program through his church to get kids who have watched South Park to... to uh, to, to 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 brainwash them back, to bring them back to to reality because of the damage that sure. South Park has done to the children of America. <laughs> now it's like now South Park is an institution. It's it is really, no yeah. one no one messes with it. I mean they might get in a little trouble here and there, but no one's going after South Park like, oh my God, you fucking No these I mean it,
1: they've they've even like tried waters on using like the f Af- f-word and the n-word and other stuff in ways obviously that the shit thing they did years ago is substantial where they think it was like 120 plus uses of the word shit right uh so they've always been the forefront of free speech and language and uh, but somehow they get away with all that now. I think it's because they've like they, they, it's an institution, right? They're almost like they've been doing it for so long. It's hard to sort of ask them to change now.
2: Yeah, there's they're, they're just something about people who've been wow. doing it forever, who have been, who just sort of get grandfathered in, sure. to to be able to say whatever the fuck they want to say. And if anybody, you know, yeah. anybody new coming up just knows, like, you, can, you don't have nothing. Do you, we, I, do yeah. you remember when they were...
1: They have, they have really good lawyers, too, I'm assuming. I, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they're very
2: wealthy men. They're very, very, wealthy. very good The medical cocaine as episode had you. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. one was great,
1: now For sure.
2: Um, th- what the the... Um, what was the... I forgot what I was going to say. Everybody, keep in mind. I'm not sober. <laughs> <laughs> but the let's see. Uh, so this is their show that they do. Okay. I think it's called Sassy Justice. You're watching. Oh, they got
1: like Zuckerberg she doing commercials and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's fucking okay. wild. It's wild. They they do they have like Zuckerberg doing stuff. So there's only a few Wow, these are really underwatched. That's interesting. Hmm. Michael Caine explains how to spot a deep fake. Um, here, here, here's here's Mark Zuckerberg. The
1: viral video of the president everyone is talking about. That's next, <laughs> right after this word from our sponsor. Are you feeling
0: rundown? Have you been diagnosed with type 1 or type 2 kidney failure? <laughs> then
1: come on down to Cheyenne Dialysis. <laughs> We've got all the deals and all the customers
2: that made me. The dialysis king Cheyenne. <laughs> full kidney dialysis is $89,999. Yeah. Two-day full kidney dialysis, $199,999. <laughs> At these prices, you can't afford not to get dialysis. No insurance, no problem. We'll work with you using your mortgage, will or other assets. Stop being a burden on your family and come get dialysis today! <laughs> don't get it from anyone but the Dialysis King on the corner of Laramie and Fairfax, right next to Applebee's in downtown Cheyenne. <laughs> and you could hear the voices. Obviously, that's great. No, it's that fun trick. to see
1: they're doing. They got another creative outlet. Yeah, you know, th- they've, tr- they've tried a few things over the years. I mean, they had that Bush yeah. sitcom thing that well, it was kind of hit or miss. It was still pretty cool
2: for what it was. That's my Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Bob Bush. <laughs> uh they had um oh my god, they've had a few series on on um on uh on South Park, but but this is their latest sort of side gig here. Um they got dialysis gig. Mark Zuckerberg has the dialysis gig. That's just amazing. Uh what's the and then so they mostly do Trump stuff.
1: You're watching Channel 9, Cheyenne Wyoming
2: we interrupt I our had. normal program <laughs> yeah white presidential address live from the White House. Hi, kids. I'm <laughs> Donald Trump, your president, and I'm gonna read you a story. It's a very special story about a very special reindeer. Once upon a time, in the forest, there was a little reindeer. All the reindeers agreed
0: he was the best reindeer out of all the reindeers.
2: The next day, <laughs> a corungio, Dude, those faces are wild. Reindeer wild. Came into- the, oh, what? the shmish, shmish, shmish. shmish. They're,
1: they're- I, it makes me wonder what. I mean, there's always a the conspiracy theorist who will go, oh, wait, you just, you don't know what the government's got, man. Like, they've got the. Re-, and I don't know if I think the best of the best is still just like some kid. There's some new guy in a in a basement somewhere who's just tweaking and working on this stuff, you know, endlessly at night. Yeah, I was because I mean, you can still kind of spot the absurdity of it. There's yeah. something a little weird about it, but it'd be interesting to know if there's actually been some true deep fakes that have been successful yet. You know, usually they had body doubles; that was how you got around it. Like
2: right, brothers. right. I've seen some of those. I remember. But I mean, you got to think, you got to think that in all this bullshit that's been going on, that they've had to. Somebody somewhere. I mean, wasn't at least there...
1: try it. Somebody had to have tried it somewhere to see, hey, Kim, will people believe this? I think I, this will be sort of a, a tangent to our one of the records we put out, but it was called Prophet Holographic. And the reason I used that term was there was actually like a CIA program. <laughs> they wanted to project um, holograms of like Mohammed or certain prophets to make mm. people think that they were coming back. Sort of that high, sort of the stuff that used to happen, in, you know, in the Bible back in the day, where they they just show up and you know do some magic or whatever. But they were actually thinking, like, could we go in there and have like project uh, this sort of prophet and then tell him to be like, hey, everybody, stop killing each other, let's just move on. <laughs> that, <laughs> like they were like, could we do it? Like let's let's like let's look into it. And I don't think it ever really manifested, but I think this was probably more of a, this could be more possible. Because a lot of stuff you don't believe unless you see it in person. I'm the same way. I mean, any video at this point is suspect. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think I would ever believe any video 100 percent at this point. It just
2: no, especially it's, if, if if they're uh, um, uh, especially if they're trying to promote it as something that we should be uh, paying attention to. Like that it feels like the more that we pay attention to these sort of things, uh, XNSA cyber spies reveal how they helped hack. I was kind of looking up, what, s- state secrets ain't secrets. Okay, thank you. Robbie, what's up, baby? Uh, as someone who photoshops things for a living and is a video editor, smart to believe that nothing on the internet, smart to, smart to not believe anything that's on the internet. I agree, I agree. Because do you remember when... At subtle the be- things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, do you remember at the beginning of the Ukraine situation with Russia... How they were showing like fighter jets flying over stuff, and and, and these images ended up coming out as uh, as just video games, and there was uh, like fighter jets. Hold on, uh, video game. Um, wh- what was the name? It's Russia and who? Ukraine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we're gonna get through this, guys. Uh... In there. Let's see here. Where's that video? Show the video, you sons of bitches. These people. These people and their news stories. Fact check. Viral clip is a video game footage, not from you, Karen. But, but we were seeing this all over the internet. We were seeing it all over... Uh, we were seeing it all over social media. We, we were seeing it all over... Okay, so hold on. Let's see if this is anything... This USA Today special: oh, Crisis in Jesus. Ukraine. I'm your host, Zuleika Nafiu. We are witnessing the largest act of aggression in Europe. Okay, we know that lady. Let's so just. Are they using that footage as like the like?
1: Well, yeah, they're trying to like project, almost like looking for stock footage to just throw in there, and they're like, yeah, right. oh, that's close enough, I guess. It's like
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and there's
1: it's, some jets and there. there's some like semi-white looking people, I guess that looks <laughs> semi-Eastern <laughs> European, you know, like. Well, well yeah, and than, then like,
2: there was yeah, sort of, like, there was pictures weird. of of people like making it look like a big crowd but when they took a picture from it back from above it was just like a little crowd of people yeah. in front of like some dude talking in a banner and then the way they had it cropped was uh, to, to to make it look like there's this huge thing and then of course the pictures came out of from like drone footage and it was uh it was just really they just wanted to you know put the uh, uh j- just wanted to make it look like a bigger crowd was madder than sure. really what was going on. It, it this shit's, it, I mean, this shit isn't new. I mean, you, we were looking at Stanley Kubrick, he was uh, he faked the moon landing for for the CIA, I believe, and they did it in, in England. and They were using that footage just to you know, a, as just a, to kind of mess around with stuff, yeah, yeah. It's it, so it. This has been going on for a long time, and so as pr- as technology progresses, as things get more and more <sighs> high tech, Jesus, more more advanced, we're yeah, it's going to be harder and harder to find and, and spot what's going to what what's th- real and what's not.
1: You think you could get the sort of the the equalizers that because we're so integrated into technology, our eye is a lot more keen to some of these things. I think if you looked, I mean, damn, you could show a video game to someone from today and if it was from 50 years ago and they'd probably have a heart attack because it'd be so real to them obviously this you know there's some subtle things that i think our eyes pick up on over time even cgi i think it'd be interesting if you showed this to someone who had never even seen a tv you know would look more real to them or even more fake i always wonder that it's kind of a strange one you know photoshop i think uh, you know I, i went to school for that stuff and so i have an eye for a lot of photoshop stuff you can sort of see little little tiny things sometimes uh so i think i can notice that at times but yeah uh, i mean when, when video we, is tough i don't really understand video that much you know right it's just obviously not realistic which is sort of you know it's just sort of is what it is
2: right well i mean when we're launching like the tom cruise thing and and the trump thing like if you have a good eye for computer animation and all that and which i don't But you can still see that there's some weird things sort of happening with the face and the face will kind of be moving as the body sort of uh, is still and and it just it doesn't all the way. There's just something off, you know, and we still haven't been able to sort of uh, cross that valley. What what do they call it? The valley of something. I can't remember. Deep fakes are so good now when holograms become more of a thing, it's it's going to be tough you can spot it but it gets hard it's getting hard, tougher even with photoshop i can often spot artifacts too but um, people are hiding that too so uh, yeah it's like everything everyone's
1: getting better at it i mean even the see the the filters and stuff on people's phones now are even it's wild what they can turn you into. And that's just some very <laughs> basic turn you stuff. In, you know? Turn
2: you into Madonna. Um, yeah, pretty quickly.
1: I hope someone made that one. Yeah, like the, the Madonna. App the, Ma, really. the Madonna filter
2: <laughs> makes you look like a ghoulish person. Uh, very weird. Yeah. Uncanny Valley. Thank you, Gene. Yes, it's. But yeah. That- thank
1: you. Thank you for. Yeah. Thank you, Madonna, for somehow getting us into this sort of thing. It's very true, though. But, <laughs> yeah, it's a, but there are some people you get sort of off put by, where it's sort of it's almost disorienting when you see that. Mm-hmm. And, you, and to me, initially, I, I had to show my wife. I was like wait, you got to see Madonna. This is weird. I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah. If someone just gets a nose job, it's subtle or there's just, you know, obviously body work, no one notices, but it's it's usually the the face work that, I think as humans that's the stuff we notice more for sure, the eyes.
2: Right, right. Uh, well that's what we know. that's what we look to to sort of to to get a gauge of the situation, to get a gauge of moods and feelings and yeah. how, where someone's coming from. Because if someone's walking if you're walking by someone who has like squirrely ass eyes looking all over the place and shit, you're just sort of like, All right, I just need yeah. to sort of walk this way a little bit so yeah. I don't have to, you know, getting their eyesight but if you have someone who's walking you know shoulders back straight and just just going down the street someone who's just sort of focused on you you can't really you know there's nothing there to sort of that indicate that they're awful and by the way that could just be a a really good mask i mean look at american psycho which was such a good movie yeah no
1: (laughs) it doesn't always correlate yeah no but (laughs) but you can. but But there are some things there about certain body languages you know lack of eye contact things like that yeah
2: we use those cues to sort of, to, to interact with each other. So whenever it's fucked up for us, we're not able to, uh, you know, there's just something that's off about it. That's something that we can't quite connect to on a human level. Yeah.
1: yeah. In some way, like, the sort of, like, uh, being able to, it's a lot easier to figure out a con man when he's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, right. there's, like, a certain amount of distance they can keep from you that sort of helps them. Right. You know? right. But like, when you get up close, you know, it's like a preacher, too. It's sort of, like. Feel like you can see the the shtick a little more plainly yeah I sort of
2: <laughs> boobs jenny what's up how you doing boobies thank you thank you for boobs and boobies i appreciate them it used to take experts at photoshop and video editing to do stuff now there are so many tools that makes it easier for for everyone i agree i agree yeah, the, yeah. it's just getting easier it's getting more accessible um i i can't even i can't even uh i've shared that song everywhere thank you jenny jenny i appreciate that i appreciate you sharing my boobs everywhere that's very kind of you and again oh jesus christ i can't spell and if anybody wants to listen to that song of course go and check it out No, the the amount of of uh, of of fuckery that's going on right now that I, I I don't know where it ends up I I don't know where we end up with the whole situation like like where does this go you know is it just gonna be
1: I think it's gonna go wherever the technology goes I think that's the thing I've learned enough through history is like there's always been this trickery fuckery stuff going on I mean mm-hmm. even uh back in the day like there used to be like tons of newspapers everyone some like a lot of politicians would just make up their own newspapers like <laughs> I'm John Adams like. Fuck this guy! Let's make her mess. Here's my newspaper because because <laughs> they were privileged and they could print stuff. So if people, if you could print something, people are like, "Oh man, must be true," you know. And so you have, you know, John Adams would be like, you know, George Washington was born with, you know, three dicks, and, uh, <laughs> and like the, 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 the in some ways they were actually a certain one like there there was like I think there was a bit about politicians being like he's a hermaphrodite. You shouldn't vote for him, and it was that sort of just stupid and wow. bizarre. And so it's been going on forever, and so. I think any outlet you got, whether it's a newspaper or you just hire people to stand in a street corner and make stuff up about your opponent or whatever right. it is you want to, you know, it's sort of, or just tell them how great you are, you know? <laughs> so like, you know, they used to, those guys were wearing wigs back in the day. So even people's like, their, you know, looks have always been super important to yeah. humans for some reason. You know, I was telling my son about that the other day about how weird it was that like these men would paint themselves up in wigs and this powdered stuff and like just they completely looked like just i don't even know what they were going for it was sort of you know in many ways you find out they were just hiding a lot of their stds that were on their face because they were like
2: because <laughs> they were so you had to wear all this
1: makeup because otherwise you just looked like this hideous <laughs> scab creature person. you know so you had all these rich people like painting themselves up and it's like a horror show oh, but i think it just shows you it's always been a part of us to manipulate right ourselves or you know want to have images like the idea that people used to get paintings of themselves done and they were fatter they would get them fatter than they were right mm. that was like oh nowadays you would obviously if you're going to paint me probably take eh, maybe take 10 off 10 yeah. pounds would be fine you know <laughs> but like, back then it was like put throw 20 pounds on and yeah. people are going to be like oh this, this, these people are
2: great we let the record stand and- i was rich and fat oh man i ate so much
1: bread i eat bread all the time you know like i love carbs like diabetes was a sign of wealth and you know? it was like a satisfying way to die you know sort of
2: like, i will die a rich and fat <laughs> overweight man with like that was the american heartbreak. dream i
1: think back then was that was sort of true you Yo, know?
2: no so, my my friend he had a, a friend straight from africa and he was a, a catholic priest and he you know he was like i'm glad to be in america Where I can get fat. You know, like he's just like, I'm here to get fat. I don't give a (laughs) fuck about you. I'm going to eat all the food I can because that's how it is. The camera adds like 50 pounds for me, son. Uh, But I mean, you
1: come from a place where, I mean, you're not guaranteed a meal every day. It almost feels like, why would I not eat three meals a day, you know?
2: Or more. Or
1: more than that, actually. Yeah. You know, I think, I mean, the only argument at this point for, for fattening up is just at least, you know, if there's a sort of a crisis, you've got more excess body fat to like survive you know right. it's like so it's probably good to keep it like you know at least 15 pounds on you know, at all points <laughs> just in case things go for, real poor. for the next like all those people who are years. living on the edge like really low body fat yeah like, they're just gonna die real quick you're like, oh, yeah shit, you know? yeah they're not gonna all those fat people they g- were around a little longer than i thought you know?
2: <laughs> i can't afford carbs therefore i can afford carbs therefore i'm rich there you go jenny i, I agree <laughs>
1: um now it's the poor people's food though really yeah in some ways it carbs, is right it sort of it it's,
2: is it, yeah. fucking uh what is it ramen noodles those are all yeah. just empty fucking carbs and, and, yeah. and just it's just garbage but but it's so salty and good
1: it's good i mean the japanese made it they're doing i mean they're, like their life expectancy is great so maybe there's some secret to that you know just only certain types of terrible carbs are good for you you know whatever it is so, uh, although, it, fruit. yeah, I mean, I, I I eat a lot of those growing up. It's sort of strange. Me my too. son now eats those as well. It's sort of like he'll eat them for breakfast sometimes. <laughs> like I just gotta get some ramen for breakfast. Start my day out right.
2: Yeah. Yo, my, my son too, man. My no, my son this morning because we live in an apartment building and they have like snacks out for people uh, in the main office. And mm-hmm. so he'll go every time we walk by. He's like, I'm gonna go get some snacks. So we're we're taking a walk first thing in the morning, and he's fucking smashing down Doritos Cool Ranch and, and nice. fuck it and and those granola bars like Quaker granola bars which are basically candy bars yeah they're just sugar like, yeah. coated gr- oats yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's fucking terrible and this is what he's eating and we're just like whatever we're yeah. on vacation we're not we're and there's not a point where
1: you got to walk away from that stuff I think yeah, I absolutely. mean I, I grew up my parents I don't think they even thought twice about what no. they were feeding me no. so we I think we as parents have probably overthought it in some ways to the point where you know it's sort of you know, kids are re- you know they're resilient and obviously for kids like overweight and having struggling there's a there's a certain point but oh, they yeah. burn a lot of, they do burn a lot of that stuff off you know,
2: they, re- they do they do and, and yeah my son is like he has a six-pack i'm not worried about him at all you know what i mean like and he works out with me we go to the gym together so it's like i'm not worried about him but It is, it is funny that he's just, it just, you know, I mean, and when you're a new parent too, and the baby's still, you know, incubating, it's like, what? you're sitting there talking to your partner and it's like, we're not going to feed him shit food. Like the food we grew up, we're not going to let him watch the iPad or watch TV too much. And we're just going to be good parents. And then as soon as you get in the middle of it, it's just like, give him a fucking cup of ramen noodles and fucking turn the TV back on. What the fuck? You know, like (laughs) get him out of here. Shut him up. Shut him up. It does
1: happen. You start to understand certain things that your parents did. There there are certain (laughs) things that exist for a reason, you know, sort of, uh, even like getting other, having other kids seems to be just so that kids can preoccupy themselves. Absolutely, you know, sort of like absolutely. That's, a, that's part of it, you know.
2: But I, I only got a caffeine-free soda when we would go camping. Oh, that well, that's fun, caffeine-free. <laughs> uh, Jenny poses a good question. So, I deal with hunger or heat. Which do I, which will take me out first? Uh, the Earth Oof. is heating up, and the fatter. I'll I'll I go am, hunger. I go
1: hunger. We'll go first. Yeah, that's the one.
2: Yeah, hunger hunger's I I think yeah, if we're going to if we're going to go for any of them, it's like um I don't it's know. Lack of food, there's
1: no really a way to adapt to that, I think. You right. can if you have to build a lot of shade and I don't know, build housing underground. There's ways, there's ways of doing it, I think, the heat.
2: Right. Right. You know, well, more so well, well, we're going to have of, to, right? We're going to have to figure this shit out. Yeah. Uh, That's I, a
1: real question though. I don't know. I think I'm more concerned about probably yeah, uh, heat at this point locally i mean we live in an area where you can grow a lot of food but yeah um yeah who knows yeah
2: Yeah. i i I don't know either i I, i'm gonna say honestly make sure people have something to eat before we even start thinking about like things heating up which i i know we gotta think about these things but when there's like
1: one in like one in uh out of every eight people like in the the world are like having a food crisis right currently right right. now it's the last i saw which is sort of wild to think you know Predominantly, those are in, you know, impoverished countries and things. But that's still a lot. That's a large amount of us who take, you know.
2: Well, what's the what's that place that was just it wasn't Nepal. What was it? Um, It's uh, I think it's Southeast Asia. There was this uh, there was a country that just like revolted against their their Mm. their people because they fucking there was food shortages. And yeah. That's so, the quickest
1: way for people to revolt too. Right. is Food, yeah, is that's the main one. You know, I think America has somehow set itself up to like never have that happen. <laughs> somehow, it's just sort of well, food. Food waste is like our problem more so than lack of. know I mean, hunger is a problem, but right. Yeah, I mean, you could you could obviously feed all the hunger, the homeless people in our country pretty easily with all the waste that we have. Uh, it's been sort of a, a strange reality for us as a country of having too much food, actually
2: yeah yeah like it is it is I mean talk about privilege shit man we live in a country yeah. where you have the privilege to be fat yeah. <laughs> like to that if if, if if anything that is such that's that's crazy privilege but it's it's yeah. I mean, I don't veganism
1: know. similar to that too being a, yeah. or being a vegetarian it's like a very much a privilege at this point I think it's oh yeah of, have any choice in what your food is you've got you have an advantage over many people and who don't even have that choice you you just eat what is what is around you and that is it there's no like oh, i don't know what's the moral aspect of this no you just i'm hungry and like what is the closest thing that we can harvest and or kill to eat right you know and so you know to have that choice here is very unique you know i think i'm I'm thankful for it sort of unique part of being human but it's definitely only been a very short amount of our time as humans that we've had that choice Right, you know, shit. Probably less than hundred years, really. I mean, being realistic.
2: And in a hundred years, we've we've been like we've we've gone from like, oh my god, I'm starving, to like, oh my god, I'm fucker, I gotta lose some weight, and yeah. then and then now we're so we're so fat and we're so privileged and we're so fucking like inundated with entertainment and and devices and and, and bullshit that now we've found new things to sort of freak out about. Like, fucking, it, you know, I, I don't know. What's uh, somebody? Uh, oh, Beyonce. And, and now I'm not trying to stick up for anybody or say anything, but Beyonce and Lizzo have both changed some lyrics to their music because they want to change an ableist slur, okay? Which is mm. spaz. Spaz is, is an ableist slur. And now I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but we have people now who are changing their music because some people were mad cuz some people <laughs> and, and and which I, I you got to say you know people who are you know handicapped or whatever or handicapable is how I like to put it. Like uh, you know I I'm sure they're offended but that is not where Beyonce is coming from. That's not where Lizzo is coming from. Lizzo and Beyonce weren't like writing a song like yeah, I'm going to spaz on that ass. Like I wasn't that wasn't like yeah, I'm going to make fun of people in wheelchairs because that's what's up, you know, like, it was definitely, it's, it's definitely part of a cultural coll- colloquialism, and I, I I don't know, I, I, I you know, I, I respect the fact that they went and changed it, but I don't know, man, like, when it comes to lyrics like, are, they re- and art, are they re-releasing
1: like, the music, actually, like going back and changing yeah, that, or, is this, or yeah. is this more just live that they changed it?
2: I guess. No, that they, changed, be- they changed the album after it was mastered wow. and pressed, they're sending it all out, like, and, and uh, Beyonce changed the word. Lizzo changed the word. Beyonce's taking out a um, a sample from Kaliisse's milkshake song because she sampled it and they didn't get any permissions or didn't give her okay. any credit. So like all this all right. is, I mean, this was uh. just released this weekend, right? Like this yeah, last weekend, Beyonce released Renaissance. And already she's changed They're editing, changing. Monica Lewinsky is calling for her to not use her name as a. Sure,
1: there's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't I think, isn't she like the most referenced like? Yeah, she's email the in hip hop history. Or something? Yeah,
2: rapper <laughs> reference it's for real. I think that's on her Twitter page too. Yeah, it?
1: I think there is something. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm the most referenced hip hop thing in terms. <laughs> oh, that's a that's an interesting. I mean, I love that topic because that's something that. I think I come from more of an old school approach of like even going back and changing films, books, music, uh, any of that. I think to me, it's like you're, you can't eliminate history. You can talk about maybe if, if you can say it was a mistake or that it was sort of, but again, it was in that time. No one felt that way. You know, it's hard to say. I don't know. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I'm not into the whole trying to erase history to sort of like Get rid of mistakes. I don't know. It's, it's like you're not gonna learn from those if you act like they never happened in the first place. I guess. And yeah. And plus, and it's all about intention and context too, right? I mean, it's sort of yeah. If it was for new record was like handicapped people are weak as shit. Like, let's like exterminate them. Yeah, that'd probably be a let's, yeah. Let's maybe chop that. But that's not the case at all. I mean, it was really more just it probably rhymed or it was just clever in the moment.
2: Well, is um, always. Plus,
1: you're, or you're just playing a character too. Again, especially in the world of hip hop, a lot of music is about caricature it's about storytelling so it's not as though you know even with stand-up comedy you're not necessarily saying this is exactly how i feel about this one thing you know but removing it's weird i don't know movies is weird it's like george lucas adding shit to his movies (laughs) like all that weird cgi right it's like this is not okay like Maybe Beyonce's like producers needed some money. She's like, "Hey, maybe you can just go back and like take some shit out. And
2: I'll pay you." some It was money Pharrell and, and you know? Chad. <laughs> fucking what's his name? They they are just fine with money. The, uh, erase history. Even though I yeah. learned that historically George Washington had wooden teeth, we really we already tried erasing yeah. history. Yeah, uh, like
1: his his teeth were made from like slave teeth. Like, yeah. there's all kinds of crazy stuff, right? But like, what are you <laughs> supposed to, But in theory, the, the same argument would be that you go now remove that from the history books or even learning about it. Right. I think it's important that we learn about it because then now we have to, some context so that these people were more complicated than they were. Right. Which I think is OK.
2: Right. Um, and and things- it's like
1: burning books, man. It's almost the same idea to me. I think it's like you're trudging on the even if you're it's like self burning. It's like burning your own book. That's almost what it seems like to me, like mm-hmm. my ideas were shit before. Let's burn them like as opposed to like <laughs> I learned from my mistakes. You know, I think that's a better approach
2: well and, um, and and it does sort of set a precedence in in the idea that you know now that Lizzo, now that Beyonce and these are two very hugely popular pop stars yeah uh, are are willing to change these lyrics are what's coming now like who's okay, now I'm mad because you said. You know, I like fat asses, you know, and, and that's fat phobic or, or I, you know, like what, whatever the or next skinny phobic. thing is. I, or I guess skinny, that would be skinny phobic. phobic, right? Yeah. Skinny like You only like, like fat asses? What about my skinny ass? That
1: makes me feel bad. Like yeah. I've tried my whole life to get a fat ass. It just ain't happening. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of, yeah, it's like, I do come from that. It's sort of, everything's sort of a slippery slope mm. in some ways with that stuff. I think it's good to talk about it, but I just don't like erasing stuff. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. I think there's like a, there's an episode of. Parks and oh no, I think it's Thirty Rock or one of those shows, but they just got rid of it. They're like, yeah, we're just gonna take the whole episode out because there's like, there's just something racist in it that we don't like. Yeah. And so they just took the whole episode out. You know, it's very weird. It wasn't even that bad. I mean, right. sort of. Uh, you know, even Bowling Greens had some issues with that here in town. With I think one of uh one of the women who was it was uh one of the like like the uh, theaters was named after was in a very racist movie in the early 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> like super racist it was just like it was like not okay it was you know it was like
2: <laughs> it was, uh, like really was even more
1: sane or something and they like named their like they like named the theater after her and they like and so a lot, a lot of black students came in and they were like well we just did a little research and this lady was in like perhaps like the most one of the most racist movies of all time uh maybe like we shouldn't have a place named after her you know and yeah. I, part of me is like okay that's smart i'd mean, like but if they were like no we need to go like burn this film and remove it now they would just how about we just don't name this building after her mm. and then i would go how about we just don't name buildings after anybody because most people are flawed and how about we just call it the bowling green building where cool shit happens yeah you know that'd be fine as opposed to some yeah old everyone person has- who had money or something you know it's sort of like right. yeah. naming anything after someone at this point it seems risky to me i would Please it's don't true. build anything after me. because I don't know what I'm going to do. You <laughs> know, my like, last, who knows, you know, at this point I'm pretty cool, but I would say I don't want to, That's too much pressure.
2: Well, you know. like with, uh, with Dave Chappelle just refused to have a theater in Washington, D.C. named after him. And instead he named it, he wanted it named after um, uh, like this, the theater of, Uh, uh, Create uh, freedom of expression through art or something
1: yeah so he gets it, no perfect again, Uh, don't feel alone in these ideas that people realize the absurdity of even naming things after people, even when they want to name it after you you know, it's sort of uh, it's like that culture of celebrity you know, sort of I think any statue's weird, even sports stars you know, know, most of the time you're like, I don't want to know what this guy did when he wasn't on the field (laughs) At this point,
2: yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know what she, I mean, and that's yeah. fine. But
1: it's like you wouldn't have you wouldn't even have to deal with that if you just let their sports talk and you didn't sort of enshrine them, because a lot of those statues are built. That's like something you did, to priest or, or Jesus or whatever. Confederate you know, God generals. Yeah, generals like you know war criminals. Like so, it seems like <laughs> lots of I'm war okay criminals have being, statues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even headstones are, in, in their own way, are sort of pretty weird. You got to put something on there that sort of. Yeah. I Think my grandfather had like a Kenny Rogers. It's funny actually. Had a kenny rogers lyric like put on his headstone i'm like okay. i'm like okay but what if what if it comes out like 10 years from now that kenny rogers was like diddling kids you know for years and now my grandpa's stuck with his fucking gravestone with kenny rogers yeah i'm not saying he did but i'm just saying it's, that's, that's a really yeah. risky there thing we go. To put, we're not gonna name put that it. much faith into right. a guy who's saying country music
2: right i think that's too much
1: right yeah you know?
2: <laughs> yeah you know, yeah let's not name anything anything anymore let's just let's just everything be bought and sold so it's going to be the at t theater of bully green it'll be you know the, the sure. we'll have we'll have this, this headstone yeah. is brought to you by pfizer you know what i mean we'll yeah. just it'll just be that we'll too many just people, yeah. give give We're just call it a cool name i mean even that sort of the, yeah, the sponsorship
1: stuff too right because i think i guess a like football team like now i have to be sort of morally obligated to be somehow connected to whatever this this you know this franchise whatever this you know corporation does you know i'm a big steelers fan and uh they just had their stadium they just got rid of heinz field so it's called like the something i don't know it's like it's a strange name uh but the whole town's a little confused or like this is weird but at the same time it's like you guys were named after a ketchup company for 20 years (laughs) even that's just weird right you know no one seemed to think it was weird to have giant ketchup bottles on your on your stadium you know
2: Uh, Washington commies is that what
1: what I love that? Yeah, they want commanders. It's totally like, yeah, it's very, it's like super commie. It's pretty
2: good, actually. (laughs) The Washington commies. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Jenny Rose. Yeah, they some, go
1: from they go from like very Redskins to co- communism. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah, that's cute for them.
2: Well, it's uh, good. And that's cute for them. Uh, so the theater, of the Dave Chappelle instead of the Dave Chappelle Theater of Arts, it's going to be the Theater for Artistic Freedom and Expression, which yeah, I think is a great name. And and and, yeah. and, and theater should be a place of freedom to to be able to express ideas and and because yeah. not all ideas are going to be easy for people to to digest. Uh, but yeah. those, but that's why they need to be discussed. Th- that's why theaters, that's why artists need to have a, a platform where they feel free to express these ideas, instead of feeling like they have to hide away or, 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 or cloak yeah. it or, or or whisper to their friends and family about things instead of being sure. open about it. They, Even it, the bad ideas, I think, is good to have out in the open.
1: I think it's sometimes like it's like, tough when you people are like scared when they see the militias out or some of the KKK stuff. But I also yeah. go to me it's like at least you you know they're here it's they're, it's almost scarier to have them living under a rock right even though it's not even though it's not comfortable and their ideas are terrible it's like in some ways that their right to express those is better because it helps you analyze them and if anything you might have a better ability to like convince them otherwise yeah you know which is sort of uh I think that like when I, like joe rogan had a great uh guest on is this the uh,
2: daryl davis
1: yeah, yeah, familiar. Yeah, great piano player, but he sort of like com- converting converting KKK guys just like through the gen- through the decades, you know. And I think there's yeah. a lot of people who dismiss people aren't capable of being having their minds changed, you know. And so right. I think I don't agree. I've done enough psychedelics to know that <laughs> your mind can be changed pretty dramatically at times. <laughs> yeah, and uh for sure. sometimes just having a person who doesn't look like you has different ideas than you can be the equivalent of that when they're right in front of you you know for sure
2: absolutely and it's easy to be on the internet talking shit and, and say all these horrible things but when you're face-to-face yeah. with somebody in their ID you know and you're talking about ideas and ideologies and stuff we tend to be way more uh, way more friendlier about it and, yeah. and we are more willing to uh, to listen when when you're right there and uh, yeah silencing people and all that it just it never gets anything done um uh, jenny you wrote this thing earlier you said i've seen i think marvel is including stuff in the beginning of their movies that say something about issues of derogatory terms but the film was created at, in a time where it was less bad we acknowledge. not yeah so yeah there's certain tv shows that are hey Bon Bon, good to see you um there's certain tv shows that are putting like hey this was a this is a disclaimer this is a we're, we just know that this was a different time and I mean, even movies from the the early two thousands, you see them like it's just very it's very different, man. It wasn't
1: that long ago. I tell yeah. so you some of like, even comedies, I have to go like I, I started a comedy with my son. It was like, oh, this is like a high school comedy from the eighties, right? I was like, that's what's always real risky, but I think like the first the opening scene is like four kids walking into like their middle school and they're just saying a lot of things that are not okay to say now because like that was considered funny at the time. And I was like, Holy shit, like Yeah. Wow, that changed. Not and no part of me was like, this movie needs to be removed from Netflix right now. Right. My son should never see this. I gave him context. I was like, Yeah, people have said things that in a different way. And he was like, oh, okay. You know, it wasn't that bad. But right. but even 20 years ago, even especially towards women, I noticed a lot of like weird reality shows were. Yeah. And they were really just scraping the women through the muck, just using them and just it's just kind of a weird thing. A lot of those dating shows are just Really terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, really bad. I mean, I was like, you know, it's like an extension of like Flavor of Love and all those shows, too, which were very strange, you know, kind of those right. weird dating shows. But I don't think people would do those as much now, I think. Although I think HBO has some show called Fuckboy Island or something, which they, I'm assuming is probably pretty, pretty. No, sp- my wife super loves classy, it. very respectful. Yes, I'm sure.
2: My my <laughs> wife loves that movie or that show because that it's show. like um, I I don't know. It, she just loves it. I think it's, it's 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 so stupid. I can't even deal with it. But it, it's
1: if they embrace the stupidity of it, right? There's there's a way to kind of enjoy something.
2: like Yeah, that. yeah, you can. And you you can just put yeah all your taste and all uh, all your. <laughs> Everything, just push it to the side. Just all your standards and taste and art and and, and your appreciation for just finer things. Away. Yeah, fuck that. Let's just bring it in. Only the finest gentleman on that. Bonbon, uh, bon, do you watch it? Are you watch? Are you up to date on it? Because Reina is goes fucking balls to the walls on it, and <laughs> it, it, it's it's so stupid. And it, it, they do have the women sort of in a position of power on it because it's the women choosing. And trying to decipher who is a nice guy and who is an f boy, and sure. then so and then they vote him off the island, and then <laughs> it, it, and then they tell you whatever uh, what what they are. So did you did you come here as a nice guy or an f boy? Okay, all right. A- all right. And then so they tell you, uh, I was a fuck boy. It, 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 so like the <laughs> greatest thing, this is the best it's part like- of the first season. Spoiler. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. F- the first the best part of the first season was that the that the guys uh, and funny thing is is that the ladies usually fucking get rid of the nice guys right off the bat they're sure. always just like fuck the nice guys which they don't yeah, yeah. know if they're nice guys right because everybody's sure. trying to it just works out that way though yeah it's just the ladies love to just be like fuck these guys fuck these nice guys we don't need anything to do with these guys but, <laughs> but the best part was at the end of season one, which is this is secondhand knowledge because I didn't watch it. But my wife was like, "Oh, dude ended up being a fuck boy," and was like, "I'm gonna take the money because you could the, the dude can either oh, take okay, the okay. money right, or they right. can or be in a relationship. Be in a relationship. He was like, "I'm gonna take the money and blah blah blah," <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, yeah, at least funny. there's some honesty to the show because." Yeah. Fuck it, you know. If you're a fuckboy boy and you're just out there banging and, and slinging dick, whatever, that good on you. Do your thing, but 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 uh, you know, let's not pretend like life is this this uh, ideal romance where you yeah. you you find like this exquisite piece of man meat and they're just gonna be into it. You know, it's like the reality mm-hmm. is is that this guy fucks everything that walks and he wants the money and there it is. He's gonna. Uh, unfortunately, in the turn of events and a shameful turn of events, they uh, they were like, oh, well, you don't get to keep the money. We're going to donate it to uh, your guys' charities. And he's just, ah.
1: I like that show then. That sounds good. Yeah, I, I misjudged <laughs> it. I mean, to me, like, the worst is, like, The Bachelor, or Bachelor of Those shows are just, to me, the worst because they're selling this idea that's not real and sort of like packaging it in almost like a, like, softcore pornography, sort of. That's how it looks like to me. I always, like, say that's like, It's the show that shows you everything that's too personal that's not the the sex, you know, so it's almost like it's like for people who want to watch people make out and then like say really personal things to each other, but then not watch them have sex. (laughs) You know, it's like a very twisted form of television, you know, it's like, yeah, it's almost equally pornographic to me because there's really no artistic merit to it. It's really just, you know, people doing the thing that. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird show. Whereas something like this, at least they understand that it's a, sh- it's a game show. It's they're playing off right. of it. Not trying to sell you that these people are going to actually find real love. I assume, you
2: know, so. <laughs> it's just the real love in that. Uh, no, uh, it's
1: fun though. I mean, was, yeah, I mean, that, the bachelor's had a great run. I mean, that's, that's just still going, right. I mean, it's gotta be 20 years so. close. I don't even I know. It's, it's, it's I, don't,
2: I don't know. I Man, oh man. So yeah. It's such stuff. a weird,
1: weird cultural phenomenon that, for some reason keeps going it's like american idol or something certain things just should just go away
2: <laughs> yeah american idol and the voice all those all those shows yeah, the voice needs to so go now stupid. too it's just
1: that, that show never produced a single artist that anyone gave a shit about i think it was weird yeah american idol had some success right but that was only the early people right I mean, you got like kelly clarkson jennifer hudson uh clay aiken just because
2: yeah clay can became
1: ma- but he was like mayor of Vegas or some shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. He took like some weird. He was running for office at some point, but
2: he's still a success story. Season twenty six, it's on. There you go. Just hit twenty years, man. Just Vegas. no reason. Oh, wow. wow, that that is that's ridiculous. Twenty
1: six of that American Idol or no? Is that just no? Smart. That's uh, is that Bachelor. That's
2: the okay. Bachelor. That's the yeah bachelor. yeah yeah. yeah. You're, Very cool. Um, the I watched Japanese version of Love Is Blind and there is zero sex talk. That's good. That's good. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Uh, keep it one hundred, baby. Uh, the the what what do you call it? The American Idol and the Voice and all those stupid competition shows. It, it, that shit. It, it was cool for a little bit and then it just sort of fell off. You remember Crystal Bauer socks? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She still does some stuff. I mean, she's a Toledo one, man. Yeah. She still does some stuff in the area every now and then. I forgot about her. I mean, she. I mean, it helped her. I mean, she can probably sell out like a smaller does. theater she, now or something. You yeah. know, in that vein. No, I've seen her a couple
2: of, times around yeah. the country. I've seen her in San Diego, and I've seen her in maybe just San Diego, uh, and of course a bunch. Like she used to date one of my friends here, so like I've I've, I've hung out with Crystal Bauer socks out yeah. at her mom's house on liquor harder. I mean, like, what's
1: her, what was her, I mean, did you ever sort of figure out what her experience was in theory? No,
2: no, because, well, through friends, because we have mutual friends and they were friends with her and there, yeah. it was just, you know, uh, it's a whirlwind and then shit dies down, but she definitely can still sell tickets. She, uh, I just saw her on a Facebook live and she had like about 200 people on his Facebook live. She was just doing some performances. Cool. So she's still able to, you know, her, her platforms are pretty big, you know, she can, people are really responsive to her tweets or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I I think it just gave her a nice little way of making money off of her art, for, yeah. f- hopefully for the rest of her life. But you never know what's going on as people get older, as fans change and all that stuff. But, yeah, man, like, uh, I've never been able to talk to her about what that experience was like. because I, w- I would really love to know because... Yeah, it's just sort
1: of like... It's got to be almost bittersweet because you assume like if there's some break there that you're going to become famous, which is hasn't really been the case. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, no matter what, it helped you. I mean, you got exposure in a way that you can't you can't deny that. Right. So it's sort of.
2: Well, knowing knowing Crystal, she's a very private person and she's like um, and she's pretty protective of her of her of her energy. Just remember hanging out with her and stuff. So like she was I, I only can imagine that it was it was part traumatic for her. Cause she had to fight for her um, for her first single, and then they also like replaced her in the music video uh, with like a a, a hot like a, a a hot young blonde with dreads on and stuff I remember they, really yeah one Damn. of the first videos okay I think it was called Holy Toledo and she That's tough. And so like I, I'm sure and then she ended up getting dropped from some stuff so I, I can't imagine all right Gene, get some sleep buddy I'll talk to you later <laughs> so I, yeah man I don't know man it, it seems like it's just a you get put through the ringer and then it's and then you're on your own. And it's tough.
1: I don't know. I mean, as an artist, I don't know how you're supposed to maintain that. I mean, I think the more the model now seems to be like established songwriters go to these shows when they've been doing it for like 15 years, as opposed to sort of like this raw thing that's undiscovered, you know, that would seem to happen a little more early on. Mm. Um, but even a lot of those early stuff was just people with like mental illness. That's why most <laughs> people watch too. You know, it wasn't really, no one really cared about the winners. It was just... What crazy asshole is going to try to sing in front of these people today? You know, that was a big part of it. So Thankfully, they moved past that. I think that's kind of what we're talking before, like culturally, things have changed a lot, even just through the years for that kind of thing, where you don't see that as much sort of putting people in front of a camera who probably don't really understand that they're being made fun of you know was that william yeah. hung if You remember yeah that guy. oh yeah, was
2: yeah that there. was the she bang, she bang she bang yeah 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 he put out a
1: record i mean the guy put out a record yeah. I'm Pretty that CD existed,
2: but so. but you know what i bet it did do bad what was his name william hung
1: william hung yeah yeah william hung
2: record sales i mean what's he probably that? had enough to
1: like get a house he probably lives a decent life now you know who knows like, exactly. all time what is their, his all-time record sales yeah Nick
2: Tronic, Spotify. what's up buddy no, uh, William Hung. You son of a bitch. I wonder if he was hung. Okay. Sales figure are nothing to laugh at. Yeah, so this is from 2004. And so this was yeah. at a time, so you got to think that this is at a time when p- people were still buying CDs. People yeah. were I mean, still... iTunes
1: probably just came out like that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> so this is off MTV. Insiders estimate 30 to 40 thousand copies sold in the first right. week. W- yeah, what the fuck, dude? That's pretty solid, man. Yeah, uh, not Usher numbers. More in sure. line with recent releases <laughs> from Courtney Love, Dragon, Hoobastank. But- <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing.
1: Hoobastank uh, and William Hung are relative like peers. <laughs> they were peers at the time. Yes. <laughs>
2: Uh, it sold far in excess of our expectations. Fred Fox, a marketing VP uh, at Trans World <laughs> Entertainment said monday trans world owns several music retail chains including fye coconuts and music planet music none of those places exist anymore i -hmm. mean you listen to the album and i don't profess to being an a and r guy but i gotta tell you it doesn't move me okay (laughs) thanks buddy (laughs) Uh, um she bangs god! i just feel like we should watch a little bit of she bangs like that's it's
1: been a minute yeah i mean he's kind of one of those cultural ones you forget about I mean, he sold it well. I think that was the big. That's why it worked for him. You know,
2: <laughs> people were oh, just making co- he, fun of this. He kid. was
1: committed. Yeah, he was committed.
2: But we have found oh, the God, next sorry, key. What's your name?
0: My name is Ryan. Oh, nice to meet you. Nice hey, to you see you, buddy. Nice Let me tell you what right. I'm going to sing. i was singing so "Ricky Martin She Bangs." She bangs. Yes, it's a good song. So, but um, so it's either I really do well by lighting up the shaking his bonbon. Let's go. William. Yes. Talk to me. Tell me your name. You it's blow me off like it's all the same. <laughs> you lit it and I'm taking Let's away like a bomb. Yeah, baby. She bangs, she bangs. <laughs> oh, baby, when she moves, she moves. <laughs> I go crazy cause she looks like a fluff, but she stings like a bee. Like every girl <laughs> in history. She bangs, she bangs. Thank I'm you. wasted by the way she... Thank you.
1: I mean, he's consistent. I mean, he's hitting he, mean, he really the is notes. Consistent. Yeah, like he's kind of <laughs> on the note. God, I mean, it's, it's terrible. So what, what do you want to say?
0: Hey, you know, I have no professional training
1: of singing. <laughs> that's no. right. Yes. Oh, we well. <laughs> didn't believe yeah. it either. <laughs> well, that's surprise of the century. Oh, dancing e bomb. world, that's a throwback. Oh
2: yeah, e world. Oh that shit, was my,
1: that was my sight, man. Yeah, e-bombs.
2: My dad played a William Hung track at the bar like fifteen times in a row, and everyone lost <laughs> their shit. I'm sure. <laughs> I I, I kind of want. He was one of the.
1: Yeah, he was one of the guys who definitely was able to sneak in and like you know ride the cre- Oh man, they even gave him like a. They give a music... Comp- he gave him a 2022 comeback. Oh shit, real? let's go 2020. No wonder we're talking about him. He's, he's in the ether. <laughs> in this podcast came out like like three months ago. I can't help but May. feel that someone what? is missing the party. Someone who helped put this show come oh, on. I, I oh, think God. you know who I'm talking about. Richie, ladies and gentlemen. No. Here it is. Please welcome William Hung. Let's go. He hasn't, he hasn't aged a day. It seems. Let's
2: go. Oh man. <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> he looks like a, he just looks like a dad now. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's going straight dad. now. <laughs> <laughs> He's still killing
2: it though. Still, <laughs> and look, I bet he gotta resurgence it on some streams. On, on,
1: yeah, we should you gotta check how much bump he got on that record sale. Yeah, Spotify got a nice little little,
2: the, little nudge. The ABC A B C bump. The little bang <laughs> little bang. Jesus. Yeah, let's
1: see if he's trending on there. William Huh.
2: Let's see it. There let's, it is, yeah. Let's see it, guys. Five thousand two hundred eighty-seven monthly listeners still good, Not going bad Not way better than anything
1: I've ever done. So what am I gonna do? Yeah. So <laughs> Jesus.
2: Oh shit! I believe you could do. he did R. Kelly. He's
1: sweet. Oh man. So he's big uh, cover. Oh shit! Sorry. He, he had to spend quite a bit of money to like get the rights to all that.
2: Right. Saying. Right. How
1: do you even we do are this? are the champions. Jesus. All right. Oh. Uh, that should be that should be R Kelly's punishment: in prison.
2: <laughs> just listen to this forever, That's it. like sorry. For, the That's it. Just, this, <laughs> this for the next thirty years.
1: You get this for next thirty years, bro. Sorry. <laughs>
2: That's William Hung. Fucking. That's like not some even CIA shit notes. right there.
1: But I, have, I would respect it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I
2: respect CIA. I just got to hear him say it. If
0: I baby,
1: the vocals are just super dry, you know, just so you can. <laughs> Wow. I
0: believe I can fly. Yeah. I believe I can
1: touch the sky. Listen, You're laughing, he's cashing checks. Yeah, yeah whatever,
2: agree. Reina. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. You don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see that we are the champions because. Oh, look at that. How work. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I've done my sentence.
0: I Committed no crime. Sounds
2: like he's got a little better over
0: time. And bad mistakes. And bad mistakes. I made a few. I've <laughs> <pet> had my chance <champions laughs> and kicked in my face. But I've come through. We are the champions. <laughs> sing friend. it down a he took it
1: down. He took it down. I'm sorry. I <laughs> oh, shit. That's
2: awesome. That is so amazing. Um, um, yeah, okay. So So Nick Trugg said that his dad, that's the song his dad played in the bar 15 times.
1: It was that one? though. Champions? That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty intense.
2: Let's see. William Hung uh, is a Hong Kong-born American motivational speaker. He's a motivational speaker now and former singer that gained fame in early 2004 as a result. That makes sense.
1: I can see that. Yeah, I mean, sort of just positive positive motivational speaker.
2: Hold on. uh, He's like, you too can go on (laughs) to American Idol. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you too can go to American Idol.
2: and get this and, shit and going. somehow
1: whatever happened to me, I don't even know what you would say happened to him, but something.
2: Well, thirty or 40,000 sales of any record back then was is pretty solid. It's pretty if, good. If, no. if you I mean, you got CDs were about
1: 15 bucks. I mean, right. there's no way he, got a, he was getting a huge cut of that, but still. Um, mode I mean, of, a, couple bucks, a couple bucks per CD, hopefully.
2: Hey, man, <laughs> get a few hundred thousand dollars.
1: That's pretty good for him, yeah.
2: Buy your first house, you know, get your family over here from Hong Kong, what the fuck? Turning failure into success, let's go! Let's go! TED Talk, shit, okay. Imagine
0: if you can live where you want to live, do what you want to do, and spend time with people that you love the most. Maybe it's about getting the next job promotion getting the next big sale, or spending time with someone you love, finding that true love in your life. Now raise your hand if you want to experience this next positive, life-changing opportunity. Of course.
2: <laughs> that was kind of a weak <laughs> response. Like so, the crowd's just dead. Like, yeah, right, sure, William. Why would I actually
1: listen to you? I don't know what you've done other than, yeah.
2: She
0: bangs. Please, civil engineering. I saw a poster for a school hmm. talent show at the Clark Kerr dormitories. I figured, why not?
2: There's nothing to lose. Oh, and he's I, a civil. What is that? He was a civil, he's a civil engineer? Is that what he's Now, you're, you're engineer, probably yeah. thinking
0: to yourself, How did I even get the idea that I could become a champion? One day, when I was studying, for you, not the best speaker, Civil I'm school. <laughs> <William laughs> <I know. laughs> Usually,
1: a motivational speaker. I want to, you got to be a little more, <laughs> a little be more motivating <laughs> and a good speaker. You know, he's lacking both of those right now.
2: <laughs> he sure knows how to work the crowd. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. Okay, so there you go, everybody. If you guys want to get motivated, that's what he's up to, though. Yeah, hey, if, if, if I mean, he's not. the he does got 55,000 views, y'all. So, yeah, I yeah. you know, someone's getting paid off of that.
1: Uh, Pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, thank you. Yeah, I guess American Idol's still doing it. I just don't know what's the... Yeah, I guess ratings are... (laughs) They have to be decent enough to justify doing that show again.
2: Well, that's the thing, man. Like, these ratings for these cable networks and these satellite networks are just garbage these days. They don't have anything else. Like, some of these live
1: shows are really, like, the the last sort Mm. of hurrah of those things, you know.
2: And and they're not even good. (laughs) They're not even
1: good. (laughs) America's Got Talent's probably the only one worth checking into at this point for me it's just sort of at least because it sits all over the place but uh at this point almost everything else seems to be very
2: well everything everything that's actually doing well now is all on the internet like cnn uh their ratings what was it they were they had like terrible five hundred thousand views in a week that's so low that's so bad no it's like they they need trump back just so they can get more people watching i
1: yeah i that's, a, that's actually sort of, yeah, like a bit of the... It's like the this, the media was like super into Trump because of the ratings they gave them. But at the same time, like trying to convince us of how terrible he was, it was a very strange situation. Yeah, 70%, I think that's what I saw. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's such a huge...
2: that That's terrible. I mean,
1: 70% of your ad, your ad revenue is also gone. I mean, I assume that's how that works.
2: Yeah, no, you Forbes. God damn. No, it, it's... it's it, it, The internet has has completely fucked network TV. You don't need it anymore. You don't need these people who, you know, they produce these shows for thousands, millions of dollars. And it's like, man, I, I, I can do this shit, like, from my bedroom. For yeah. for not even not not even like a not even an eighth of the cost like it's just like it, I don't even I don't even know what that equates to friends I'm bad at it, man. no
1: I think uh, you're familiar with breaking points I, I yeah. check them totally yeah. yeah to me that's the model of like what anything it, again they they shouldn't be sort of almost alone in that what they're doing I think they're pioneers of what they have started but I think you're gonna see more of that stuff that's a little more uh, it's independent but because you can people still want to see something produced at a high quality too it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's tough to take the, you serious when you're like a guy in your basement, you know. It's it, sort of, so it, there's a certain level of production quality that's needed, you know. But right. but it's also not too much where it actually seems fake too, which is what these I mean, these, well, these people have gotten themselves I into. Mean, I mean, their subscribers are huge now. I mean, they've clips, so they're over a million. I know.
2: Uh, well, their their subs right. are almost a million, but they, is that what they're about
1: they're almost a million. Okay,
2: but you know, they're getting in in any one broadcast day all of these add up to a single you know like because they do a show and they break them up into different segments yeah. and each segment is getting almost a hundred thousand and if you have like you know what eight to ten segments in a that's show about what
1: they usually yeah that's about what they usually average so that, yeah, that's a million views, a million
2: per, million views per, day. per show mighty <laughs> mighty welcome in good to see you welcome in thank you for being here um yeah, it, it's it's just really interesting. I, I think I saw Sagar talking about being invited onto CNN for something, and there he was just like, "No, I'm not going all the way to to New York City, uh, to sit for seven minutes while people try to yell over each other and and you try to use me to to up your up your uh, your 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 ratings because they're doing a million dollar million views per show." They can't, and CNN can't even break 500 in 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 a week, which is which is crazy to think about because it's like holy shit. It was just like a couple years ago that CNN and all these cable news networks were just killing it, and you know as soon as the pandemic sort of died down and 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 Trump was out of office, it was just like it's all just garbage now. It's all just they're all just trying to grasp for straws and. You know anything? Any salacious link or or, or, or n- news, fucking tidbit they can put out there, any kind of clickbait they can get. It's all just they're they're just they're literally in their death throes, and and it, and it's fun to see honestly because they're just garbage. I, I can't stand these fucking things.
1: Yeah, I actually I, I work for a, a company called BG Independent News, and so we've been doing stuff. Um, They've existed about five years now. But I've been working with them for about a year. I do a lot of video reporting for them, and
2: really, you know,
1: yeah. And so I, we've sort of established what is what we consider to be like true independent news source for a, a town, right? So it's just yeah. You What's it called? You put in B uh, B. It's just uh, B G Independent News. Um, so I just I've been doing work for them for about a year now. And so the thing is, is like so so we have compa- we have like the county paper that sort of does stuff um it's our competition that's sort of your traditional and they're the only printed paper that's left but if you go to their website there's so much clickbait on it i mean it's disgusting it's like how fat is val kilmer now it's like that kind of stuff you know like <laughs> like, like how bloated is val kilmer's face cool click here you know like, that's like yeah, that's what people want to know but but that's what you're seeing in the midst of them trying to be realistic journalists and like and it cracks me up because like we don't do any of that shit i mean this is all right. uh subscriber based we have our website bg so that's like so to me, that, that, that is the new model and especially when you have tools like video, you have social media ways to, to get your stories out. You don't have to print a newspaper that just cost way too much money. Uh, the only reason you could print those is because people paid for ad space, right? And they don't do that anymore. And so, um, so, so I just do, ind- I do independent journalism with them now. Um, I do some voiceover stuff, reporting like NPR style, and then just documentary stuff, but it's been great. And it's just, that's sort of a passion for me. Because you can do this on a local level, it's possible. Mm -hmm. You're not not too. You're not watching CNN to get your news. You're actually looking at something that's in your own backyard. Right. There's a great. Bill. You're familiar with Bill Hicks. I don't know if you know him as a comedian. Of course. Yeah. Uh, But he had a great bit about because he was around in the early '90s when like CNN started, and he had a bit about, you know, death, famine, AIDS, destruction. Like that was what his interpretation of cable news was then, right? Mm -hmm. When 24 hours started. But then you stick your head outside, and all you hear is the crickets chirping. And you're just like, fuck, what's going on? Right. Right. So it's like we're all so panicked and scared and anxious of something that for many of us isn't even affecting us. And not to say there aren't national and state things that affect us, but as a whole, it seems more healthy. Maybe if we focused on the things we can see, touch and feel, you know, in our our sort of our bubbles of a town that we live in, you know, I think that seems a little more healthy. Yeah, man. And we get kooky stuff on there, too. Like I we did a news report last week about a guy who was like streaking in town like showing his nuts to like people and like your neighbors and so all we did was report the story that the police report and then some lady wrote back to us like we're gonna sue you for everything you've got this is slander and it's just like no matter what you're gonna get some weird people and like our response was just all we did was report what the police told us like it's not like it was an opinion piece of like today i saw a guy with his pants off and he seems like a dickwad you know i hate him it wasn't any of that but it doesn't matter even but at least when you have someone in your town who's just being a little kooky, it's easier to manage, you know, yeah. it's sort of, uh, yeah, it's not as, it doesn't seem as threatening, you know, when you're sort of seeing it as a, a larger scale thing, but, but I still, I still go to CNN. I still check them out. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I even followed, followed Alex Jones for probably too many years. You know, it was a, <laughs> it's sort of like, uh, I was there, you know, I, nine 11 happened when I was 20 years old. So it was sort of like, not to say i ever got too deep into that but he was but i was still drawn to alternative media back then because mm-hmm. there was a point where that guy whatever you think about him and I'll, i'm okay with whatever you think about him good bad terrible it's all justifiable at this point i think he's going to might be going to jail soon i don't know what he's doing he's getting sued right now right but, yeah uh, he's in the middle of filed from bankruptcy all this stuff but uh but it also shows you like it's easier to like call someone out who's losing their shit when they're one guy as opposed to like CNN where you have like a brown table of people losing their shit, you
2: know, where right.
1: this guy's probably going to go away because he said dumb shit for too long. Um, but these bigger or- organizations can just rebrand, you know, all of a sudden CNNs is just going to be like, forget all that shit we said last year. We're a new, cool, n- neutral down the middle place. You know, like even though we haven't been for a while, you know, right. It's sort of, a. it's hard to rebrand yourself as a person. Yeah. How or, are
2: they going to you know, try to regain that trust that they've lost? There's a reason why I don't, people I don't think they can. Or, They're gonna try and be like, oh yeah. I know,
1: we're we wanna be more you know, have more you know, integrity with how we report things, but that just hasn't it's tough to move back from that. Same with Alex Jones, you know. Right. The Sandy Hook stuff, no matter what, the guys had a lot of things right over the years, but you kind of messed up pretty terribly when you're telling people <laughs> that your kids being murdered by guns never <laughs> happened. You know, it's a pretty yeah. bad one
2: to make up. So and, and and they went as far as to like call these parents and and like it, actors and yeah, shit, they you, were like paid they were paid
1: government actors right i think i remember checking in during that period once it was like man this is kooky these guys are really not they're not okay like yeah way too much imagination you know i think humans have really powerful imaginations i think we haven't lost that yet in some ways it turns good their dogs gay <laughs> no, everything yeah just making shit up which
2: was so actually true. correct like in a sense that when there's he some, was, there's probably a grain of salt in there right there's some no frog no and some the whole frog ex, yeah it was that that ended ex- up being some true type of thing yeah, the frogs were gay or something you know, but. let's see this meme <laughs> says your tv is spying on you which we know that's true now that's elite true. cabal of sex traffickers that's definitely true sure. epstein they're turning the frogs gay <laughs> <laughs> which is what's true but 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 we you know a lot of
1: animals actually change their sex due to like population
2: well they actually were like too. taking chemicals and altering Just uh making frogs. them gay
1: is that what it was well
2: yeah. it was because they were trying to i think it was they were trying to make like a gay bomb. And okay. that was a part I've of.
1: I've, I've, I remember
2: the gay bomb story. Actually, I do remember that. I read that. I might that declassified
1: in document. Yeah, that
2: was a really weird one. once <laughs> <It's because laughs> the, they're gay, what they're just gonna like want to fuck each other all day on the battlefield. It doesn't like, really work.
1: No, I, no mean, I don't think that really solves
2: anything. No, yeah, like, like gay dudes aren't just like out there trying to bang every dude that walks. It's like there's, no, there's pretty a, sure, yeah, like there's, there's a whole yeah. thing that goes into it. There's a whole dance, Bohemian it's Grove. Shows you
1: how dumb these people are sometimes. We got oh, yeah. Bohemian Grove. That exists. I mean, yeah. I, I don't, it's not as fucked up as he probably says it is. It seems to be more of like a way to dress up in weird costumes. It's kind of fucked up. It's kind of it's fucked up that you up. got
2: people it's from weird. the the top echelon of our society dressing up in robes, burning, you know, animals. of like effigies. weird things. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, you assume at some point that was a real thing, right? It's sort of, a, they're just they're doing the Bohemian Grove light now, you know, just less... <laughs> It's the, a lot less messy. Yes.
2: They're doing it on Zoom now because of yeah. the pandemic. Like the the symbology is what matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Burning the little <laughs> the little baby fucking effigies. What's rich important. people
1: using baby blood? Yeah, but even uh, that's uh, not. I mean, I, I just read a story today about this. Uh, my kid has a book about this old queen of Spain from like the 1400s who was just drinking blood, people's blood, because she was convinced. And they ended up they ended up putting her like in a more or less they isolated her in some room and let her die there. And that was 500 years ago. So I guess rich people drinking babies' blood probably that's been around for quite a long time
2: yeah we'll go with that human monkey chimeras i've heard, of that, heard of that i don't know what that means and <laughs> you inter- are here, i like that one <laughs> interdimensional elves that i've, I've i like seen, that one i've seen like am semi one. familiar with that one yeah, yeah. dmt is real dmt son. yeah
1: yeah it's more or less it's being like yeah if you do a lot of dmt you're gonna see some shit that's all he was saying
2: <laughs> Cell phones cause cancer. Wi Fi causes cancer. 4G causes cancer. 5G works in tandem with COVID 19 to allow Bill <laughs> Gates to take over society, establish the mark of the beast, and initiate a new world order run by George Soros and Michelle Obama, enabling them to have sex with children and drink the blood of Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, yeah. <laughs> you just went a little too far with the last one. <laughs> yeah, it's.
1: Uh, that's, his, that's sort of his climb. Like, he kind of, right. yeah, again, it, it started from sort of a sort of a weird libertarian like I don't trust the Bushes and the Reagan shit and it kind of just went way off the deep end I think yeah. it started from a place of sort of some good intentions I think I mean not to really again I don't think I don't see Alex Jones as like a terrible person I think again power and money make you really that doesn't help either no and, and alcohol he seemed to have a, and he seemed to have a terrible drinking problem yeah. that was part of it too yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he was just hammered every time he was out there saying shit so he be, he became your drunk uncle <laughs> You know, really, he did. Like that's what he, he became the biggest drunk uncle that ever
2: existed.
1: <laughs> you know, like, let me tell you what I got today. <laughs> you heard this shit. You're like, no, I have not. Like, all right, let's go. You're
2: a you know, fan I, of I, Owen. Let's... Oh yeah, Owen's a part of the the Infowars team, right? Yeah. Oh god, that guy. Yeah, Owen. he's yeah. T- he's 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 taking up the mantle. He's taking is up that, the mantle. Is he taking over now? I was. I don't know if he's is. taking. I don't know if he's taking over, but I think he's just you know the next the next guy he's the next he's the next logical step yeah yeah <laughs> well, probably yeah paul joseph watson like that he was yeah. the, he
1: was the the british guy so we all have to take him serious because he's <laughs> got an accent You're like oh he must be into the, he's you gotta believe him he's british he's yeah definitely, uh, he does his research you
2: know well, yeah, and again, like the thing about InfoWars, even now, because I'll still like tune in and I, I, I won't watch like whole streams or anything, but like I just I, check in, like I just check, yeah, in just to kind of see there'll be news articles and stuff that I'll yeah. look at, and, and because they're kind of jump off points, because if you're looking to get into a, a certain subject, you can sort of look into InfoWars and they touch yeah. on it. They might, uh, you know, blow it up into something bigger than it is, but but then you could sort of use that and go cross reference other things. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still in it, baby. I'm still in it. Like I still like Alex Jones is hilarious, and seeing him on on Joe Rogan's podcast or, or, that was pretty great. Yeah, well, I remember the just early stuff, incredible.
1: Because I used to be into this website called Sacred Cow, which was actually like a extension of Bill Hicks. So like Bill Hicks. This is probably where some of the weird Alex Jones' and Bill Hicks things happen. But there was a, his name's Kevin something, uh, but he was a really close friend of Bill Hicks who started this thing called The Sacred Cow. So this is like an early website. Um, Looks like it's still going. Says. Is
2: this nope. a, No, better me, like, case for better me. <laughs> 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 no, it's definitely different now.
1: Was it uh, like a news thing? He, he did a, he, did, yeah, it was kind of news stuff based, counterculture. Kind of what was his he had a doc he had a, a, a documentary about drugs but it was yeah sacred it was called the sacred cow but uh he had some connections with alex jones to that because they were austin based and then joe mm-hmm. rogan i remember seeing early videos of joe rogan with alex jones where he was like he was like give him the a-game alex and he would just be talking some crazy shit. and uh at some point i just sort of kind of got into what he was doing so there's like a weird there's a weird kind of hicks you know connection to all that stuff
2: and, and didn't people think that fucking wasn't there a conspiracy theory going around that yeah, Hicks yeah, that was, that was Alex actually Jones. going around?
1: But I think that's because again, because this Kevin guy, which I can't remember his name now, I feel bad. Um, Kevin Eastman, no, that's not the guy who made the Ninja Turtles. Uh,
2: <laughs> in refutable proof that Alex oh, Jones yeah, is. Yeah.
1: It's just, yeah, it's so silly. I mean, they don't even look anything like to each other. It's one of those just bizarre internet ones where you just go, come oh, on, okay. Jesus Christ, like, these really are not the same people. Like, they don't, don't even know. have a picture for it. Got an got an IMDb spot for the documentary. This okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's an IMDb. You actually, you
1: actually, like, what, like, what's the thing that happens if you actually, like, if that was true? You know, to me, it'd be the saddest story ever that Bill Hicks stopped <laughs> doing, like, cutting edge comedy, stuff to literally change people's lives in order to run, like, a local radio thing, and then... <laughs> Like, then it'd be sort of like just made into a fucking joke. I mean, that seems like the worst arc of all time.
2: You know? Yeah. Alex Jones is like the conspiracy theorist meme guy, right? Like, he's yeah. just been memed and, and, uh, and Hicks and Hicks was in into some
1: of that conspiracy stuff. Right. He was one of the earlier ones doing comedy that was at least brought some of that stuff to the fold because he was involved with Waco stuff, which uh, that also sort of connected some Alex Jones things because that was Austin, Waco stuff in Texas. Because Bill Hicks was actually filming uh the waco stuff while it was happening like he he said that he actually saw them firing tank tank that the, when the tanks were firing machine gun fire in there he actually saw it so it plays into his whole uh the conspiracy too Is you it know? Kevin? kevin booth? there he is kevin booth yes there he is
2: i got his first name right there he is that's the man yeah um so there's a documentary on this too on the seven that'd be interesting in to game. see yeah
1: again because waco and I still think people forget how important Waco was in the context of where our militias are now. And a lot of the American paranoia was really stemmed from that period because you had Waco, you had the, the, uh, Oklahoma city bombing. Um, so a lot of the, the sort of the, the militarization of the police and them doing some of this kind of shit was sort of a, uh, related to Waco sacred cow productions. That's what it was called. Yep. Founded by Kevin Booth. Magic is the cow.
2: I think this is, I think it's still. The Sacred Top Production. There it is. Yeah. They got it. There's their website. All right. The Shadows of Sophia. New. So they're
1: season. still doing some documentaries. That's cool.
2: History. High quality content by Wikipedia articles. <laughs> that's a great way to start it Sacred Cow Productions is a production company owned by Kevin Booth which focuses on hard hitting subjects like the war on drugs and other controversial subject matter such as Waco 9-11 Sacred Cow Productions also has produced uh, videos and albums of famous comedians such as Bill Hicks, Joe Rogan Doug Stanhope, in the early 80s, a core group of friends consisting of young uh, philosophic musicians and comedians produced a weekly TV show for Austin Cable Access. Over 20 years later, Sacred Cow still tries to distance itself from any sort of organized movement. Yeah. so There you go. Very cool. So they
1: are still doing it. That's good to know that they're still at stuff. Yeah, like, again, that was... Because Hicks got me into a lot of this stuff. It just sort of, you know, he had bits on, like the Kennedy assassination and some other things. So it was always like, it was fun. That comes from that era when, the, you know, the Oliver Stone movie was made. But again, I think a lot of the government conspiracy stuff to me like boomed in the early nineties. So I think yeah. a lot of stuff we see now is really, it's, it started with a lot of that.
2: Yeah, man, I
1: think you're right. It, I, I, that's what I remember. And again, the Waco stuff, militias, the of the, the police, because now they've got machine guns and weird shit. So a lot of those sort of, paranoid people said, well, I'm going to do the same thing. And I guess like, and now here we are, you know, sort of some weird, well, 30 years later, really just sort of, this right. is kind of like where and, we're at with it, you know?
2: Which is crazy because in a sense, I do understand how conspiracy theories can be harmful, you know, they can be, and they can create situations. I mean, the the whole Sandy Hook thing is a great example of how a conspiracy theory could be harmful to people who are involved with, you know, the actual, deaths of their children and being harassed and stuff so there can be some harmful things about it but i remember these conspiracy theories were just they were very fringe you know i mean when when we were growing up when we were young kids and the internet was pretty new and we were sort of like flying around aol or whatever and trying to figure stuff out on yahoo like these these were very fringe ideas that's become very much now in 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 a big part of a I don't know if it's gonna I'd say it's a huge subculture of 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 internet culture yeah. because now it, you know these these conspiracy theories like like Flat Earth and people like there's people out there sure. who absolutely believe that Flat believe that Earth now, yeah. is fucking real. I worked yeah. at UPS for a little bit when I first got back to Toledo from California, and I seriously sort of got i I worked with this fucking trashy ass dude who we we're just chatting. And I was like, well, you know, science is is important. You know, there's people out there that think that fucking the the Earth is flat, and and I don't know how we got there. And he's like, well, have you seen any real pictures? Have you ever seen any real pictures of it? Uh, all you see are these these round balls, but have you ever seen the real pictures of Earth? And I'm just like, God damn it, no, no, I haven't. I can show
1: you a satellite right now that shows you Earth, <laughs> yeah, like moving.
2: But how do you know that NASA's in line, bro? how do you know that know. nasa is in line and the government has, has covered all this up for years and years how do you know so do you part know? of me is okay
1: with that you know it's like okay that's fine you know it's like if it's fun for you to believe that you know I, there's like it's like i don't really see where the how that makes your life any more better it's like it's like that whole obsession of wanting to know things that other people don't know it's like <laughs> yeah. you know the what i mean it's like there's something scoop. there's something about that like <laughs> oh, oh yeah if you only really knew yeah you know like it's like there's like it's a, it's like a way to dismiss people you yeah. know it, it's sort of you know it's sort of like i, I dealt with the nine eleven stuff was deep enough into it and even now it's what 20 years later right and i'll just tell you all the best thing i can say is like i don't know what happened mm-hmm. that day i can say i just don't know because i wasn't there right but that doesn't mean i believe everything that the news reported that's like that's all i have you know i don't know if that sounds conspiracy or not but right to me that's like you know yeah it, and it's more and it's more important to focus on all the people who you know who did all the weird shit afterwards you know and more so than the conspiracy you know right. in some ways yeah. but it also got me into just questioning things and being more aware of how the media is complicated and you know that our government's really good at taking
2: advantage of crises yeah you know, and WMDs. So sort of wmds yeah and that was WMDs. so great i mean
1: literally like they were just like here's their there's their pictures of him here and he's like pointing at him, and then it was like they weren't really there. You know, it's Just sort of like, That's where it's hard sometimes when people give Trump so much shit. Again, I'm not a Trump sympathizer. I, I would not vote for the guy. At some point, I was paid to try to not let him be president. And and even then, I didn't hate the guy. But, you know, I've actually met, actually, I don't even know if I've told my Trump story. I have a pretty good Trump story if you'd like to hear
2: it. Let's go. We got it. Okay. We
1: got- These are pretty funny. I, I have three monumental Trump stories. So they all started uh, in the late 90s. I, was a, I played golf in high school. And so. Part of like what we would do is a uh, there's a Pro-Am in Akron, Ohio, it's at mm. the Firestone Country Club, where they make a bunch of tires. Uh, but, but they had a Pro-Am there. So I was a caddy and it was my job to be sort of a caddy for like whoever rich or some more celebrity would then play with a pro. So you'd, there'd be a pro and then you'd be playing with them. And so part of our job was when cars would come up to unload their cars, you would take them and then put them on a cart or whatever. So as that was happening one of those individuals was Donald Trump. So this was actually, this is probably like 98, I'm gonna say somewhere in there, 97. And so at this time he was actually losing money more than anybody. Right. So I I have this cool kind of context to this. Now I don't feel as bad about the guy. Like he was losing more money in the nineties than any human possible. I think I remember (laughs) my dad actually had a friend who worked for like the IRS and he was like, we have, we all talk about this guy. Like there's this one fucking guy, his name's Donald Trump. He does like, he owes so much money. It's a shit, it's a shit storm. So my dad even had like an inside. Um to a friend who like knew about him in the eighties or whatever. But anyhow, so he gets there, we take his clubs out. Doesn't tip. He's the only he's the only person who did not tip that day. Out of every single person that like that we took the clubs out and did the thing, he was the only one. So I remember as a kid, at that point I could care less about him. I was like, Yeah, he's just I remember he's that guy on TV. No one really gave a shit about him. He right. just owned some stuff, some casinos. And I was just like, fuck that guy. Right. That was it. It was kind of a joke. I was like, Yeah, Donald Trump, he's so rich, you didn't even tip. So then you go, so years later uh this is probably like 2004 uh i do my first mushroom trip never had never had done mushrooms before and uh it was a saturday night and so uh in the midst of my mushroom mushroom trip i turn on an old tv it's one of those old box tvs you know those wooden ones those weird old ones yeah <laughs> uh but who was who's uh who was hosting snl that night it was donald trump
2: Ooh. Uh,
1: so my first psychedelic experience was watching donald trump s host snl and there's actually a picture of it with me laying on the ground uh looking at the tv and he's in a, he's in a chicken suit <laughs> uh so i'm just like smashed on the ground just like uh, and you look up the tv and it's donald trump in a chicken suit oh um and then the other time i met him was a hit, uh really rag- it was a wrestlemania so i was at wrestlemania uh, in detroit <laughs> yes and, uh whenever that was so him and vince had this hair versus hair match <laughs> Uh, so whoever whoever lost the match they they had a wrestler who represented them but if you know trump's wrestler would have lost that they would have shaved his head yeah uh, and then since and then vince his wrestler lost so they shaved his head but i still remember being pissed because the whole point was that people wanted to watch donald trump get his shave his right. head shaved because his hair was such a bit but he didn't do it so he's just a piece of shit you know, just, the fact that like so you know so my experiences are more or less he's like he's a clown he doesn't tip and he doesn't understand pro wrestling and so i think in the end i was just like fuck this guy you know i'm never voting for you i, I, I don't even take into consideration all the other batshit stuff he's done you know i i was already like not in it before he ran for president so that's sort of like if anyone asked me like oh you don't like trump i'd be like it's just because i have i have life experiences that just make me never want to vote for that clown you know, we just so weird
2: we didn't get off on the right foot just let's put it there it, it is right. i was there i watched this happen in person. Oh my uh, God. That was
1: this is in Detroit. Is helpless. Oh, oh. Just such a weird thing, yeah. Like that, that. This is the guy who became president. Like the two times I saw him in person were like, you know, a pro amory and then he was literally at a pro wrestling match. <laughs> this is pretty great. I forgot Stone Cold was there.
2: Oh, Stone Cold was the ref. Yeah, he Stone came Cold out. The
1: ref. There's Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when he's beating him up. That's when they turned into <laughs> CNN. They turned that part into a meme. So, like that was like. If you remember, like Vince was CNN there, and they would like have him punching. This is where he like dive tackles and <laughs> watch. He's like
2: CNN, fuck you, bam! bam, bam. Oh, Lord, there the he world. is. is going on. For all the things,
1: uh, he could have walked away right then and been good, and no one, people would still love him. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. It's a, it's a really insane, actually. You know. No. But yeah. Now they cut his hair off. You know. But yeah, imagine if he would have shaved Trump. That would have been like that would have been way better. Amazing. That place would have popped. So it shows you that he's very, he's. It's all about. It's not about the show. It's actually not about what the fans wanted. It was about him looking better. You know, no matter what, he always had to have that edge. You know, he couldn't. Yeah. He can't laugh at himself, right? That's almost right. like the thing. That's like a sociopath issue where you're not able to actually laugh at yourself. Right. It's just not possible. Like you just get you're like Ugh. right. So I think like Vince is obviously not a sociopath. He's a strange person and probably put his dick in some places he shouldn't have but i don't think spence is a sociopath you know he's just
2: no, he's just he's uh, vince mcmahon yeah it's vince yeah. mcmahon like he's gonna live up to the name uh yeah i i remember on the trump roast on comedy central he wasn't laughing at any of the jokes he was just sitting there like maybe laugh at other people fun. but he,
1: he'd kind of he would kind of bite it and just be like eh. nah. so again he'd even show you like right like oh look at guys i'm not a crazy person but even right. when you watch the roast you're
2: like ah he's not really getting
1: it you know you're supposed to like Realize you're a clown. You know what
2: I mean. In some ways, <laughs> you you know. you accept it and 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 especially in a roast, it's it's a it's a form of of, uh, you know, it's an honor. It's supposed to yeah. be a, an honor thing. Same old. What's up, buddy? You think those was the last good years of wrestling? Is is this it? Do you, is that true? It's tough.
1: I'll you know I'll argue. I if there's some wrestling right now is in a really cool place. There's a thing called AEW. I don't know if you follow wrestling at all, but there's sort not of not anymore. A, it's a it's a new wrestling federation that started up like about five years ago which is pretty it's pretty damn good the thing is it's like it's completely the wrestlers get to sort of decide their own fate so like the characters are who they want to be it's not really like you don't have sort of a creative like wwe is very control creative like Mm. they control everything like who you are like the name all that kind of stuff and so uh but you know wrestling will never be better than it was in like the 2000s
2: (laughs) yeah But yeah, it's
1: sort of wrestling will never be better than that era, just because there was competition, too.
2: Well, I, I, you know, I was in the wrestling when, when WCW was a thing and we had NWA or NWO, NWO. There's ECW was around back then, too. ECW, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they They were were viable.
1: So like it made, it made everybody have to be crazier because mm -hmm. you had to one up each other. But I think once you don't have true competition, you can kind of just let it be, you know, so.
2: Right. Well, yeah. I mean, he, that's the hope. He definitely just came in and swooped up and and just took over the whole scene. He bought them all. But, yeah, he just bought everything. But man, I fucking loved it when 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 Hulk Hogan turned bad and he went into the N.W.O. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, Ric Flair. I think Macho Man. Like all these classic legends who were you know always the good guys all became the heel overnight. And I just remember being like, oh my God, know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shit, if anyone... there, there was still
1: the air where you semi believed that these guys were real too that they were some sort of uh they tried to keep that shit going back then too that you know like if you went out in public you had to look like you couldn't look different you know they it's like strict yeah rules a little more so than now but uh
2: yeah and, and Ryan... i love
1: wrestling i don't know it's it, it is a really incredible form of choreographed fight dance whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it it's very strange i mean right if you, if you sense if you sent if you sent aliens here and like brought him to a wrestling match they'd be so confused they're like i don't know what
2: is going on why are they fighting each other but but they're not not but they are
1: but they're not (laughs) not but you're cheering for this but even though he won but he didn't win at all right no like Uh, it would take so long to kind of like explain to an alien what's even happening you know (laughs) like it's just so why is he letting him hit him but oh okay it's just so strange
2: Robbie has a Robbie Armad here has a a podcast on his podcast network called uh, Trun- Truno's Spots Pod Truno Spots Pod I don't Ooh. know he put the link in the show notes guys so go and follow that um the you no know, there there is something interesting about pro wrestling and how uh, that. You know, like you know, it's not real, but these injuries fucking last. Like these. It's real, yeah. That there's a, yeah. It's like it's one of the weirder things that I mean. It's not like it's, it's like stunt
1: work. I mean, if you think about films, right? So many of those stunt men and women have severe injuries. I mean, there's a lot of times they're just going through a window. I mean, there's not a whole lot of magic. You know, it's just nah, I just did that. You know, especially those older. A lot of those old stunts where those people were just inside of cars, flipping them, jumping <laughs> off buildings. You know, it's right. very hard.
2: It's yeah, man. You get concussed. It, it, it's real shit, man. It's real shit. Yeah. Is wrestling theater. Who's who started this poll? Who did this? Is, <laughs> yes, it's theater. Obviously, it's theater.
1: Yeah. And that's to me, that's what the beauty of it. It's like right. it's pretty much taking theater and I don't know. Like, I, I guess I think there's, there's an element of dance to it, I would say. Because it's choreographed. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. almost like a dance. You know, there's sort of a... And then there's so much improvisation to it, too. So there's part like it's almost like comedy, (laughs) a lot of improv involved because you got to think on your feet, gauge the crowd. You know, if something doesn't go right, you have to react. So there's a lot of it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, they're truly greats at it. It's like it's hard to understand how good they are, what they do.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. Like I, you, I, I, have nothing but respect for pro wrestlers, and and yeah. you have to be athletic as shit. You have to take up fucking hits. You gotta, you know, there's all there's scripts you probably gotta, you know, stick to a little bit. Yep. Uh, it, it it's it's a really interesting sport, man. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I got, I just, I just fell off at one point, and yeah, it makes sense that
1: I fell off too. It's like it's like one of those things. that's tough to stay with it for so long. I think mm-hmm. I was really into it for probably six to eight years then hopped out and now i watch it but again it's not religious i just it's it's a nice it's almost like you need want to watch something that your brain doesn't have to work too hard (laughs) you know but at the same time it's enjoyable
2: yeah it's like up boy island fuck boy island it
1: really is my version of that you know it's like it's my soap operas you know it's like my (laughs) wife watches catfish and so it's sort of the equivalent you know (laughs) so i'm like this show is terrible i get it jenny it's like episode nine thousand. like it's not even hard to find these idiots anymore like they're everywhere like just falling for shit so
2: we had uh, we had uh, Jenny Jenny Fur was in here earlier and she's been on the show and, and she was actually on catfish and she she got she got uh, I can't remember, I think she got catfished and they flew her out to San Francisco and the guy was just being an asshole. He was just some asshole lying and stuff. That yeah. I mean, those shows, man. The, these types of shows that are just mindless, they do serve a purpose. And yeah. and to sit there and be like, only idiots watch it. It's like no people who just don't want to like think, yep. people who yeah. aren't like trying to go through an emotional roller coaster. Like like yeah. like when you think about like these these shows like Breaking Bad, you're just you're in it you have to remember details you got like a lot. Y- yeah. your 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 adrenaline is constantly being dumped because you're like, oh god no what's gonna happen now you know a like, horrible thing is gonna happen
1: now, i still remember having like a panic attack during watching Breaking bad like when the when the tortoise blows up like danny treo <laughs> yeah, there's that head. scene with that like his head on the tortoise yeah. and it blows up i still remember like <laughs> I had to like leave the room and I was just like almost hyperventilating. I'm just like, ah,
2: dude, that show got show's so, so inst- good, but I don't. I feel terrible right now. It get, so it got like, so intense, man. I mean, uh, just the moments when like, uh, there's a moment that was like Goodfellas where, where, uh, where when Ray, Ray, yeah, everybody agrees that's theater, where Ray Liotta like like uh, his wife flushed all the drugs. He's like, why'd you do that? Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. A Skyler did something similar to Walter White and Walter's in his crawl space. He's like, oh, what are Looking we going to do? And it's just like, a, I'm just like, oh, God, you know, like it's just yeah. those shows are so stressful and it's it's just, uh, it, it is nice to just sort of turn your brain off. I, I think that's why TikTok is so good for me because it's like one of those things where I can yeah. just turn my brain off. And it's a pipeline straight to garbage, you know? It's just like, I'm just filling my head yeah. with nonsense.
1: I think that is that, that sort of like, you know, I've stayed away from TikTok, but I, it, <laughs> at this point it seems like that's what it is. I think that is, is sort of like, it's almost disposable. It's a lot of disposable stuff that you can just, mm-hmm. it's like eating a cheeseburger. You're like, ah, okay, I'm good. You know, it's like,
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's a lot
1: of them on there. You know, I think that's sort <laughs> of like the, some of the appeal to it. Yeah. It's been tough. Yeah. Cause I, at this point, I mean, as a musician, that's the only reason I'm really on social media. I mean, I. At this point, I've been able to use technology to stay in touch with the friends and family that I actually care about. There's other ways. There's other ways of like I have a Discord account. So a lot of us go on there and we do like voice chat and watch stuff together, um, which is really nice, you know, to have that sort of break because you're not you're not seeing the wall. You're not distracted by a lot of other stuff that you really just don't care about. And I think it's been nice to do that. But at the same time, it's like I get to pick and choose like which one you want to spend your most time on. And so for me, I just use Instagram as my one. I sort of that's my place spent that I spend too much time on. Right. That's like the only one. Right. I have Facebook for more business stuff and other things. But yeah, um, yeah. I too- think it, it's, it's just tough to sort of navigate. There's so many of them. I don't know how to pick even as an artist. I'm like, I you can't do them all. Right. You can, well, but like, you, there's, there's going to be certain ones that really work for you more so. Like with, with this show, I imagine Twitch is really your sweet spot.
2: Twitch is great. I mean, you know, we have is, other outlets too. But Twitch there's gotta be always good.
1: one that sort of grabs hold maybe a little more than others.
2: Twitch something. is, a well, the actual audio side of this is my biggest, the best okay. thing that's going. I mean, like we're getting, at this point, we're getting like 150,000 listens a month or a week. That's great. My bad, sure. not a month, a week.
1: so you you release just the audio and do that as a podcast as well yeah
2: yeah this is just this is just for fun like twitch is fun because it it really helped monetizing monetize everything so you know Mm -hmm. everything is sort of uh paid for through this and then i have a little bit of sponsorship on the audio but like really the audio is where the big draw like the biggest audience is and then um but but to kind of speak on TikTok and stuff I do think that TikTok is becoming the the one to go to and the one to sort of figure out for people and and for artists because it's well it is the dominating force even though it's like yeah. you know there's a lot of you know uh, government officials who think that we should get rid of TikTok which probably is a good idea considering that they just found out that the Chinese are definitely taking all of our data and
1: sure. like, yeah part of me that's, that's where it's that's where it's tough for me not want to go in there because like being aware of those things it's like is. Is the benefit worth the risk? And I, I guess it's like my my struggle with social media is none of them were actually created to help a musician. I mean, no one ever went let's create Instagram to help uh, this a bands like get the get the get the word out, or you know, mm-hmm. Facebook wasn't that, or you know, none of those things. I don't even know what TikTok was really. Well, the origin of TikTok was other than I guess stealing all your information and giving it to the Chinese, but I guess, no. <laughs> and but it's dancing. But it, it seemed to be more like quick, sort of disposable stuff. And streamline that way, but even that for me as an artist, that's not going to work. I mean, I even struggle now. It's like if you go to our Spotify page, you would look at us and go, "Oh, this band, no one gives a shit about, right?" Because like we only have one song that's got a thousand listens, but I've got almost thirty thousand listens as a band on there, but they're all spread out. Right? They're albums, right? It's like I have lots of songs that have hundreds of listens, but they're spread out, which is. Right. You know, But if you look at her page, it's like, oh, I guess these guys aren't doing anything. <laughs> shit. But you can be a band who's got like three singles out and you're like,
2: these guys are hot. And right. It's just
1: like, well, those are just, you know, it's sort of like, you know, Spotify obviously it was made for musicians to get the word out. But I think even like uh, the this, like the like numbers system actually seems to be, I wish they just get rid of it. Like, why is that necessary? Like, right. Why can't you just have the, like when you're on iTunes, you don't go how many people listen to this song today? You don't give a shit. You're just like, I want to listen to this song because I like right. this band. And then you move on. I don't... So like the numbers game, I think, as a musician or an artist is just... It's brutal. I don't... I think... It is. If anything, I'd like to get out of anything that is using like sort of numbers to quantify success. Right. You know, in, in its own way, I guess. I don't know.
2: No, I, I feel that, man. And and those numbers become such a drag. And when people aren't hitting those numbers, they, they take it real hard. And it's yep. like, man... If you're if you're in this for the long haul, you just got to be consistent and you just got to be in it and you just got to keep going and not let these numbers distract you and and, and yeah. we've all been there. The one thing I got to say about Twitch is Twitch does feed my like the music side of things. So like I like people will listen to my music off of this. It does feed other aspects of like social media. Um, like my wife, for instance, she, before she got on Twitch, her music was all, they were all under a thousand. No one, you know, no one was really streaming it. But as soon as she got on Twitch and she started building a little bit of a community, like her music does really well. And, and you know, she's somewhere like eight, 10,000 plays, I think, you know, just, and which isn't crazy. But before nice. Twitch so and after Twitch is a huge huge difference and and that was a great thing about twitch is that it, it does it, you do sort of find community members who are like really fans of what you're doing and and they actually will go out and listen to your music and they actually yeah. will go out and 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 you know do certain things not certain things but they actually put their money where their mouths are and and which is very much appreciated you know so uh, but uh, i'm not trying it's to call organic
1: Finding organic ways to do that stuff seems Twitch seems to be better. I mean, it's like
2: Twitch is really cool with that as an organic growth, but it's hard. Organic growth is so fucking difficult now. Sure. And but I think I think Twitch does lay out the best sort of plan forward for an organic growth because it really is just people sort of stumble upon you or you're hanging on other people's chats. People come check you out. Come people. Some people come and be like, "Hey, what's going on over here?" And and you know, people like different personalities and and yeah yeah it, it really is one of those platforms that I've just I love this platform and and you have a lot of people here in chat who like they don't really watch a lot of TV it's more like we just hang out on twitch because it's like sure. the best of you get social and yeah. you know things are interactive and people get to chat and do stuff and, and not be so lonely um the I had a question in regards to your, that news network you do, do you guys, do you guys, is this just a self-funded thing that you do or like, how is it, how do you guys do it?
1: Yeah. So we, in theory, this at this point, most of it was done through two writers who then sort of like produced most of the content for the page. And they used to be, they worked for the Sentinel, the county paper for like 30 years. And so when they started the website, it was more just labor of love, but then they started, they actually found, um sponsorships through our actual website so if you go out there there's some banners up top so we get in theory what it is it's more of like uh underwriters i mean that's kind of what you're looking at it's like people who sponsor us who it's almost like the like the pbs model the npr model it's more that um but it's completely free so we've got some ad space on the right but we're mm. we control that stuff you know it's usually job posting stuff that's relevant to the area um, and so it's it's not a ton, you know. And again, we're trying to grow because again, with like with keeping it free. And we're not super ad heavy. I mean, it's really at the end of the day, it's really content heavy. Right. Side banner has some stuff, but uh, but that's it. You know, what I mean, it's like to me, it's like a great model. What You could do for a lot of almost any city could almost take this idea, right, and and have it in their town. You know, it could be, Perry'sburg Independent News. It could be Toledo Independent. You know. Something a little smaller actually makes it somewhat easier. But BG's got a big town. There's twenty, thirty thousand people here at any moment. So.
2: Oh wow! Oh yeah! And plus the school, right? Yep. Do so you get
1: that a bit? And but yeah, we just sort of yeah, like most of the stuff up top is where we get a lot of a majority of our some of our money, and we get underwriting and things like that too. So and a lot of it's just people in town who want to donate. You know, it's like a Patreon I mean, hmm. in some ways. It's set up that way. So if you're in town, you're like, hey, you know what? You're, the fact that you're giving me free news that I actually use, I'm not using. A lot of our, most of our readers don't even use the, the county paper because it's just not, it's not even that good of a source of news anymore. And right. so, but it feels bad because you're not paying us anything, you know, you used to have to pay for it. So,
2: so, I d- deter a pouch? What the hell is a detura pouch? I'm not sure what that is. We're, we're clicking on a, deter a pouch. Let's we'll see. Let's go on this rabbit
1: hole. Safe drug disposal. disposal. Oh. Okay. Oh. Disposing of your medicines. Oh, okay. So that, yeah, if you're. Trying to get rid of your mm. your leftover pain pills or something that you've got a way to do it.
2: Bowling Green is just south of Toledo, Ohio. So hmm. um, I guess it, it's 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 Ohio. So it's like north northwest Ohio.
1: Yeah, it's like a small it's sort a college of town. Uh, it's like an old farming town that's just turned into a suburb, and it's got a pretty large university now.
2: So, everybody gets to see it, I guess we'll, we'll show it. Boom! Um, it's been a,
1: been around for a long time,
2: yeah. So, here's yeah, this is us, and then wait, is that was this BJ? Yep, that's it. And then, here here's Bowling Green, so it's just south of where we're at, right here. So, there you go. Uh, I have family in Bell Fountain. Yep, I know where that is.
1: I don't, I drive through Bell Fountain once a month cause I play some gigs in Springfield, which is not too far from there, so.
2: Oh, like the, where, where, what's his name live?
1: Bart Simpson and uh, Homer D- Simpson. No, Dave yeah. Chappelle. Yes. Oh no, that's, that's Yellow Springs. That, no, that is smart. No, it's Yellow Springs is right next to it actually. So Springfield oh. and Yellow Springs are right by each other. Gotcha. <clears throat> and Chappelle lives over there. That's a beautiful area actually. Oh yeah. anyone's looking to come to Ohio. Yellow Springs is a cool little spot.
2: Yeah. yeah it's another little, little um, college town. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not trying to dig into your personal life, but like, are you guys able to monetize? You know, are you guys, you know, are the reporters able to get paid a little bit or is everything volunteer based?
1: Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, there's only three of us who get paid at all. And so the main two writers have been getting paid over the last, you know, five years. I was brought in just as a freelancer. So we're all independent contractors. Mm. So we just work independently um i get paid per story so it's kind of one of those things where it's not like i could I, there's a budget you know you can't just make as many stories as you want you know it's not like cool guys i'm gonna do a 20 this month you know cool uh but usually it works out to like one or two a week and then we slow it was this is the first time they had tried anything like this because prior it was all written stories um but I- implementing more video stuff i'm even looking into doing like a, a once a week uh news show similar to like Kind of what I'm doing here, but like a, just sort of an informative, you know, even a 15 minute news show that has mm-hmm. some, you know, it takes sort of that PBS NPR model, but just localizes it and um, looking for sponsors for that too. So,
2: what, so are you guys trying to like, so if there's any kind of corruption in City Hall, is that something that you guys would dig into or like?
1: Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we cover all stuff. I mean, it's, it's some investigative stuff, um, some of the just basic, nitty gritty, kind of boring stuff, you know, just city planning you know ordinances all this stuff that's not too exciting um what i'm looking into do is wanting to do more long-form documentary stuff so maybe like once or twice a year we do longer pieces like 15 minutes to maybe a 30-minute documentary about a specific aspect Mm. um, of what we do which i think would be fun and even finding some funding for that to sort of because again it's bg independent media so in many ways we're trying to be more of a media company So it doesn't—it's not really a newspaper, you know. It's about just creating news content. Um, so I think that's kind of been a fun idea. Um, but we're just always looking to grow. Like I say, it's sort of like it's—it's it's about six years now, but it's been very self-sustaining, and we just hit ten thousand Facebook followers. So, that hey. was a big, so that's a big one for us. Uh, and our website gets—I mean, the traffic's pretty significant. Like I say, we have good, good numbers about how many visits we get each month, every week. Um, it's way more than I thought. But you know, if you get us. <laughs> If you get a strong collection of people you know who are using it every day which we are it's it's, it's a great resource to have
2: I mean, absolutely um, absolutely it gets
1: you out of that it gets you out of that whole hoopla like the national shit right um and even some of the local news is usually it's pretty you know local you know even video like you know your your w2ol's and all that stuff a lot of it's kind of cringe at times. <laughs> you know it's kind of you got people out there they're doing the the whole voice, you know, the the voice, you know, the, the fake the voice, the fake voice that no yeah. one really does anymore and sort of uh
2: tonight at six PM Yeah, it's just weird. Hey. Man. You know, I think
1: I don't know if we're all really built to continue to do that. I mean you want to have a nice voice and be clear, you know, but it's sort of strange, it should still be you talking, you know. So
2: right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that is a weird thing they do. This was just like, and now here's Dave with the weather. Yeah. How are you Thanks, guys Bob. doing? How are you doing today? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. very
1: weird. I mean, I, no one talks like that. I think <laughs> yeah. if they did, I'd be terrified. But uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: today, guys, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's
1: just like it's like a radio. It's kind of like it's the it's the morning. It's like the morning radio shot guy.
2: You know, yeah. he's still been around for quite a while. You yeah, know, but
1: even that's kind of moved on. I don't think people have to talk that certain.
2: Way. No, no, like it, just be yourself. And people, yeah, I think that's what people are longing for most is authenticity. And yeah, and. And that's what's great about podcasting. That's what's been great about, you know, independent media on YouTube or Rumble or wherever you kind of go to for all this stuff. Is that, uh, you know, you get people just being real. They're not putting on any airs. They're not trying to sell you a narrative. Um, They're just, here it is. This is me. This is how we're doing it. Blah, blah, blah. Let's move on. And I think that we probably got so inundated with all that bullshit that 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 we're just like lusting, lusting, fake news. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we kind of our lusting for that. I mean, yeah. it's so
1: weird that you would the podcast would be so big at the time when everyone's saying we have no attention span, right? Right. It's sort of like a it seems almost like wait, maybe we do actually. It's just we need more of the things that again. Like, you know, I listen to podcasts for th- two, three hours, right? We've been talking for two hours, fifteen minutes now, right? It's sort of like you would think in this day and age, this wouldn't even be possible, but right. there's a lot of people who love this stuff. And I think that means a lot to me. And as a musician who makes records, it doesn't make me so scared <laughs> to be like, Oh, no, one's ever going to listen to all these songs in a row. You know, you know <laughs> all I asked you you do it once, you know, but, uh, I think people have way more attention span than they give us credit for at this point too. And even younger people. Yeah. yeah, unless unless it's all just older people listening to podcasts and stuff. But I don't think that's the case <laughs> no, it's you know? not. I don't think it
2: is. No, it's not the case. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. TikTok is definitely TikTok might take us back, might take us back to like, if this video is more than three minutes long, I can't fuck with it. Because that's oh my god, it, but even the Instagram was like that before. Yeah. I mean,
1: hell, even YouTube when it started it was only 10 minutes. I mean, like they didn't let you post something that's long right. That. That's and right. I think that was server issues. I think that was more related to that than necessarily, like, you know, no one's gonna watch something that long. But uh, but even now, you can just you three hour videos on YouTube, it's all over the place, you know? yeah. Right. And
2: people watch every last minute of it. It's yeah. it's, fucking, it's, it's 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 like, wow, it's what you man. want,
1: right? Yeah, if you want like if you want a cheeseburger, like TikTok's good, bam bam bam, bam check your Instagram, and if you want like a <laughs> If you want like a slow roasted, you know, a slow roast where the meat's falling off the bone, it's like it's more of a podcast vibe. You know, it's sort of I like both of those things, too. You know, you know, story have to time. On, sorry I'm on guys, dating sorry a guys, white boy. Sorry,
2: guys. My bad. <laughs> it is Trino Leaves on YouTube. Yes.
1: Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Just hashtag it slash Trino Leaves.
2: Oh, this is Snarky Puppy. That is not.
1: Here. i will got tr- a bunch of music videos on there from over the years. I like the ones you picked from earlier, too. That was
2: nice. Copy Pasta. Um, there you go there's the youtube i didn't have the youtube uh link in there sorry guys but uh yeah go follow tree no leaves they're out there doing doing it doing it oh so what any plans with the band any releases you're thinking about or
1: yeah right now we're kind of uh the last year we've just been playing a ton so i mean we're on pace to play like 65 70 shows this year so for us that's quite a lot so we've been just focusing on that we put out our concept record last year and so we were still just kind of promoting that a little bit, but mostly just playing shows, working on some new music. I do have, I'm working on like a, a mixtape that I'm putting out, which is just sort of a, cause I like to at least put out something once a year, even though if it's not new stuff, but it's a mixtape of like, I have all these old tracks, like live takes from shows, demos that never materialized, mm-hmm. just instrumentals from weird sessions that just never found a home. Um, and so what I'm kind of messing around with this idea of doing like a radio show where I just kind of, talk while this in, in, in tracks come in. So it's almost like a radio show and I call yeah. it the Ghost Ghost Melodious Mixtape Hour, but sort of just like find a different way to release old stuff. Yeah. As opposed to just like, oh, here's a bunch of B-sides. Cool, guys. <laughs> I want to make it more of like, hey, sit down for an hour. I'm going to give you context to like what this stuff is. So, right. like, so like, oh, this is a song we recorded in this weird halfway house, that thing in Tiffin and like it, we somehow just made this really cool track. Check it out, you know, and kind of play into it a little bit. Um, so we probably have something like that coming out this year. And then just writing new music. Um, we're working on like a flip side record. We've been doing vinyl the last couple of years. And so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty committed to that. And we want to do a 12 <laughs> inch where the, I'm committed the 12 inches, to it. <laughs> it's just sort of like once we did, it, I'm like, I can't not like it feels almost like right. I'm going to do a CD. Like I've done right. that before, but you know, we, we did a 12 inch. Um, and then we did a seven inch last time. So we're going to go back and do our full length, but try to do like a flip side. So the front half is like jazz mm. like acoustic record, like no effects. Raw, sort of like real instruments. Wow. And then the flip side is going to be just arpeggiators, synthesizers, <laughs> distortion, just no rules. You know, it's really no like lack of any sort of traditional forms of music. And then yeah. it's like a kind of a good experiment as the band to try to force ourselves to write in some different ways. So, I mean, part of the band has always been doing new shit, you know, and like we, we just did like this psychedelic electronics, you know, concept record. So I was like, let's try to do something different now. So, um always working in themes i think it helps me it motivates me to make new stuff too Hmm. as opposed to just i got a couple songs i'm working on you know it sort of helps to have some themes
2: yeah Um, for sure
1: but the jazz stuff's fun too and i've been working at bigfoot studios quite a bit um with travis there just doing odds and ends and different projects and so tracking there would be ideal because he's got a beautiful grand piano a real roads you know like real instruments i just Mm -hmm. like it'd be fun to put out a record with pretty much an acoustic record you know if you say that most people will be like oh no what's that mean uh but you know what i mean by acoustic record is really just the raw instruments themselves yeah um i've never done that which i think would be fun you know and it almost leads it. You, you can do more with mixing and mastering with that too gives you some more space so yeah so that's about it though yeah just keeping busy with the band we're, we're playing black swamp oh my mm-hmm. god
2: eddie brown and, uh, music At robbie g underscore sports othp eddie b11 high Hey, Eddie B., thank you so much for the tier one. And you subscribe for two months. Eddie B. Music, thank you so much. Everybody, go give Eddie Brown Music a follow. Oh, you know what? Let me look at what you're doing over here. We got Eddie Brown Music. Thank you so much for the the sub. I really, really appreciate that. For two months, thank you so much. I, I let, me, let me play something for you. This is for you. Hello, and welcome to We Speak English Good TV. I'm your announcer, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now, please put your fists in the air. Wave them like you do not care. For your host, Mike E.P. Yay, that's me. Thank you so much, Eddie Brown. I appreciate you. Uh, I really do. I appreciate what you're doing. Everybody, uh, let's, let's give Eddie Brown some love here. Go, go, f- yeah. Thank you for that shout out for, for Eddie Brown music. Uh, what was what, Eddie Brown doing over here? Oh, my God. I just broke something. Um, the so so i what the fuck is happening why do i have interference um the your band is fucking awesome first of all and i love bigfoot records second of all i think that's where i was going i love travis travis has been mixing and mastering some of my latest releases and stuff so awesome and Raina's, so we work with Travis quite a bit. Um, but he's just man, I love that place. I love his attitude. I love the vibe in there. You know, I love that he built that shit himself. And he's yeah. just, he's just murdering. He's just murdering. <laughs> Good dude, awesome music, man. I I also wanted to go back to uh, TikTok real quick because I just put this video up and it has twenty four thousand views. Twenty four thousand <laughs> views, guys. If if you if you if you're uh. Uh, and, and you know what, so I've been doing these great Greatest Music Conspiracies, and uh, this is the second one, and I put up, uh, is, uh, is, is uh, Stevie Wonder blind? And, and I just put that up this morning, and people are flipping their shit for it. And hopefully they don't crucify me for it. No, but, but TikTok has been really cool lately um, for me, because I've been getting a little bit more traction out of it and uh it, and, and it a lot of people like these music conspiracy ones like the one was uh the one that has the most plays is is it has like three hundred eighty thousand plays and it's uh did prince uh was prince murdered because he was speaking out against chemtrails, chemtrails? Yes. The chemtrails yeah <laughs> it was the chemtrails What. Cause that he was on that one talk show once and he, got, he got real weird with it and they were like oh shit I'll what is that but that was back in 1998 and he died like a couple years ago so yeah like, no that they took a, they took a really long time to try to shut that down like they, they didn't do a very good job of no, it either. they were very inefficient I, I think them. the word is out the word is out yes. but there was just something weird about that algorithm that caught it that was like hey here's this uh, you know chemtrails prints you know conspiracies um uh, yeah i see your kid back there man i won't he's keep helping, you, he's trying to bring the cat in yeah i know he's he's a little cutie man that's kids man they're they're awesome but i have i've had you on here for a long time i'm sure your kids need your attention so yeah yeah we're we, good we, yeah we're good now we could we can <laughs> uh we could wrap uh go cool. in also i have to pee so uh <laughs> anyways everybody go follow i don't know that was like the worst segue to an ending ever it's like hey my TikTok's doing great, everybody. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> into my my kid with a cat. So Let's <laughs> like, we'll
1: just, we'll just close this out. <laughs> yeah, that, this
2: seems like a good place to stop. Everybody, <laughs> make sure you go and follow me on TikTok. I'm not even playing, y'all. You go over there right fucking now, and you. if I don't see a follower count grow, I'm going to be real angry because I got conspiracy content. My content's fire, son. My content's fire. Okay, enough of that. Uh, Dustin, where's where your next gig at? Where, where are you guys playing at next? We're playing
1: Switchboard in Toledo in August, and then the uh, big thing is that we're doing a cover set at the Black Swamp Arts Festival this year, which is in uh, it's like September 9th. So if you're in, if you're in the area, that would be fun. Where's that? A, uh, it's in BG, yeah. The Black Swamp Arts Festival. Oh it's yeah, the a, Black Swamp. <sighs> yeah yeah. September 9th through the eleventh. It's one of like the best free music concerts in the uh in the area. So Yeah. We're the, doing a cover set then and yeah, it we'll was but we're gonna probably take a break in November and just be done for a bit. So yeah. Write some new music. Oh, I found yeah. I'm not very good at writing new music while I'm playing music. So Wow.
2: That's that's yeah, I could see that. If you're like so caught up in, in a in a set. Yeah. It's like
1: sort of like hard to live both worlds, you know what I mean? So Yeah.
2: For sure, all right. Well, <laughs> your son is is awesome. I know he's playing it up now. He's all doing right. really
1: good. He's holding. He, he kept it together for like two hours. That's
2: you can't be mad at him. You can't be mad. him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dustin. Thank you again so much, everybody. Make sure that you go and follow Dustin on all these <laughs> on all these uh, these social the media is, platforms and, and
1: Google Trino leaves. We should come up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Trino there's leaves. A,
1: there's a there's like a David Crosby song or something weird. I don't know. It's called Trina Leaves. Other than that, it's pretty easy to find. So yeah. once you once you get past ten, it's good.
2: It, it's good times over there. So make sure you go follow, stay up to date with what they're doing over there. And uh, Dustin, thank you again, and you have a great rest of your day. And uh, and bye, too, little man. child. Enjoy, in the enjoy your vacation, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. it's gonna be a good time. All right, brother. Okay.